Dramatica Analysis of Winter's Bone, recorded November 14, 2017, led by Chris Huntley. Welcome. Tonight we are going to do an analysis of Winter's Bone, the Jennifer Lawrence launching movie, I guess. So uh, first thing we want to do is we want to identify the four through lines in the story. The, uh, not with it in so much a dramatic sense, but at least sort of identifying uh, in the overall story what's going on in a sentence or two, preferably as just one. <laughs> mm -hmm. So really briefly, what's the nature of the con underlying conflict in, in Winter's Bone that involves all of the players? Uh, get, getting enough of Jessup, the authorities. You're obtaining Jessup. Getting Jessup. Where is Finding Jessup? Jessup? Huh? Where is Jessup? Okay. Um, well, is, uh, since... That, well, the, 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 so I don't the think that's really the issue. That's sort of the means to the end, but that's not the end. The end is the farm is... the farm. They're going to lose the farm, the farm. Saving the farm. Or the house. That's not the problem for... That's only the problem for that family. Yes, but everybody... The reason is that oh, okay. he... Is missing, but we don't know. He may have been missing long before that actually, you know, it seems that, that he seems to have been missing before the movie started. Mm -hmm. So that's already, it seems to have already been established because everybody's already pissed off about it when she starts asking questions. Well, it, it's important because it affects the outcome, right? Because they, they, right. It's the end. Yeah. well, that's how you know when the story's over is that when that is resolved. So yeah, that's sort of with the story goal. If, if so it's, if it's playing him, it would be. If it was fine, or if it, I guess they fine. So, it okay. So there's a, it says there's a family whose father is missing needs to be found in order to save the farm. Right. Right. Okay. God, I hate this thing. <coughs> it's the best of them. Well, all right. So, um, in the meantime, no, I've gone through all of them. <laughs> Trust me, this was the best one. You got a sharpie? So, huh? Got yeah, let's do a sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be our last night here anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> right let's, okay. Now, uh, well, it's a little bit. Family trying to find father to save Okay, who's the main character? Who's the character through whose eyes the audience experiences the story? Reed Donnelly. What's that? How do we, you know how we spell our name? R-E-E. -E. Oh, that's easy. Is everybody good with that? Or any other possibilities? Now, the main character is not necessarily the protagonist. If there's a story goal, the protagonist is one for the goal, the antagonist is against it. Um, the main character is the personal through line, the character through whose eyes the audience experiences the story. In this particular instance, I think she also is the protagonist because she's the one who's trying to find dad to save the farm. So <coughs> those two are married, which is sort of a typical Hollywood thing to do. They don't need to be, but in this case, they are. All right, now who's the one, who's the influence character? Who's the character who's challenging um, Rhee's worldview, her personal issues. Who's the one that's, you know? Uncle Teardrop. Uncle. <laughs> okay, Teardrop. Oh, I'll just put uncle, right? 
I don't know. Tick off, yeah. Anybody else? No? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and why? Why do you see him as the influence character? Why is how does he challenge her? He pulls her hair and says no. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be something that might be more necessarily more in the Overall's protagonist right. <laughs> trying to achieve the goal and somebody basically <laughs> trying to keep her from pursuing but that. Why is he saying that? Um, well, so she starts out trying to find her father and kind of relying on the sense of family and he is definitely saying no don't try your try to find your father stay home um and just take this little bit of cash and then he tries to tell her live with the circumstances of your father not showing up and just sell the timberland and get what you can out of it and, and she's not going to go with that either but he keeps challenging her on her set path um that she's got throughout the story um and in the end i kind of think that he changes um, to how is his saying no to her different from the matriarch saying no? Um, it's a stronger sense of family. And in fact, he has a much... Um, the matriarch, in my opinion, is not... And she's not the matriarch. Well, I know. Which, um, which, she, which woman are you speak, talking the, about? The, Mara, the, the, the wife of, of Thump Milton. Yeah. The one... Who beat her up. Who right. beat up Bree. Yeah. Right. Right. And then comes back and helps. And says, "I'll save you." Well, because someone's talking. Someone's talking. Remember, that's that's a real big, a really big thematic issue in there. Is someone is talking. <clears throat> you know, and it's not really clear who the someone is. I mean, at least not to me. Um, but someone is, and uh, it, mm. they imply that it actually. <clears throat> was the sheriff or the whatever is the one that yeah that that is mm -hmm. the one that's doing the talking when he confronts teardrop and the truck right. teardrop says something to the effect that you know that but there's someone's a, talking but there's it's no not me and it's kind of like it's uh but it's not at that i i'm sorry i might have misunderstood you i thought you meant when jennifer lawrence goes to talk to thumb no no okay. no no no, yeah. no 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 sorry no, no. i misunderstood no, it's when when the sheriff come stops them on the side of the road and yeah. confronts. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, and so what is the nature of their relationship? Is reasserting family. family ties. It's family. Yeah. It's it's really family. It's not even uncle, niece. It's kin. 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 Yeah, I think that's probably the more appropriate term. Colloquial. No, that's not colloquial. But so the you know because that's obviously a really big deal in the area, yeah. and <laughs> at the beginning of the well at the beginning of the story it does not appear that the two brothers were. Right. Um, they seem to have been estranged for a while, yeah. at least from a you know from a kinship perspective. It sounds more like they were perhaps in business together, but not. Uh, you know, on a friendly basis. Um, and of course, they never really clarify what that was, because it's really not important for the story to know what had happened. 
And it's a, sort of very important that she doesn't know what it is so that we don't bring that into the story. You know, she doesn't get, you know, she doesn't need to know. And it, knowing it actually would complicate things in a way that would change it. Okay. So um, let's just let's just very quickly pop over to the um, story outcome, success or failure. So the the story goal is somehow associated with the you know keeping the family together, <clears throat> keeping you know from being put out into the pasture, and mom who can't keep track of, keep care of herself, and the kids who. And keeping them all together. Um, does it seem to be a success or failure, and why? I mean, it's, it's a success. It's a success. success. Why? Because they keep the farm, and she's got more money in her pocket. Um, and uh, uh, the money is not. No, that's no. not part of the, the no. goal. So that that okay, well then they that might the be farm. a dividend, but that's not definitely not part of it. That's why it's just a little plus at the end, but it's certainly it would have been success already, right? Right. Yes. All right. So, um, and this uh, this question here that we're talking about the outcome, success or failure, it's a logistical assessment of whether or not the goal is is achieved. All right. And then the other part I want to just talk about when with regards to the overall story, if Re is the protagonist, who would you think is the antagonist? Mm. I thought it was the drug and cattle cartel. The what? Drug and cattle cartel. The 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 the, the, the organization that Big <clears throat> Thump is running. Thump Milton. So Thump is sort of the representative of yeah, the and, and, and his wives to start off with. Or family. His network. Well, his network. I, yeah, I don't think they are all the same. I think the no, wife is not. definitely a diff, plays a different role. You know, she doesn't kill. She no. doesn't kill the protagonist. She and she doesn't direct the the killing. In fact, it's very clear in that conversation <clears throat> with that the, that when her other one of her sisters says, "Oh, that came up as one of the suggestions of what to do with you." Remember, um, and uh, but that clearly was not followed through on. So if it since the matriarch could be the one who could possibly have made that choice and ultimately again did not seem to want to stop that all you know all you know full stop she did want to make sure she didn't cross some other line so her husband on the other hand he absolutely seems i have no trouble getting rid of this girl right right so so he seems to be the he and those who are of his <coughs> at his direction seem to be more of an antagonist and that would that would make um his wife more of a pretty much a contagonist and a contagonist is different a contagonist is the character that hinders and represents temptation so they're the ones that make things more difficult to try to push you away push you off the path um and give you an easy way out you know like when Ree first comes up, she just basically warns her off. I'm giving, here's the easy way out. You just ignore all of this stuff, and it'll all, and nothing will ha bad will happen. Effectively, you know that's that's the 
easy route that she was giving him. And then when that didn't work, she said, okay, I'm going to rough you up because that will, again, hinder your efforts and give you an out, an easy way out, because the antagonist takes care of it, you're just going to end up with your dad. Um, And ultimately bringing her to the body because someone is talking and there's heat rising, that's a way for the group, for the cattle company, you know, the antagonist, to be able to have everything sort of settle down. So she's, you know, helping them take, you know, it's a lot easier if you just give the girl her father's bones, that'll take the heat off. You know, you can imagine that conversation have happened, but you did, we didn't see that scene. But clearly that conversation went on because she certainly didn't do that without the, the awareness of her, her of, the, of the antagonist. So that's what the antagonist is. Basically, it's kind of like in a cartoon character, it's the little devil on the shoulder as opposed to the, the um, angel on the shoulder. Um, and that seems to be more her role, which is why she seems to, like, like Darth Vader, we see him in the, in the first, uh, for, in first Star Wars, um, first released version of, of Star, Wars, Star Wars, and he comes in and you think, oh, he's the, he's the antagonist. And he does, in fact, represent the antagonist's interest, but after that first scene, he seems to have his own agenda, and he makes it difficult for whomever he's with, whether he's starting fights with the, with the Grand Moff Tarkin's, you know, generals, or allows, uh, convinces Grand Moff Tarkin to let them go off the uh, Death Star with the plans. I mean, he's really just making it difficult for everybody. Um, and then we have other characters, but I wanted to sort of get that dynamic out there because they're really key in terms of understanding the overall story and clarifying where, um, where that is. And you see the uncle is a little bit like a guardian, but not a, he's not a, he's not a, um, he's not an archetype. I mean, he's helping a little bit, but he certainly isn't providing conscience. You know, he's not. <laughs> does, um, does anyone in this movie? Well, yeah, Reed does, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that, that any of them are up, up and up, you know, Archetypes. I think they're probably complex characters, but they have those those elements. All right, so let's start with the main character resolve, or continue with the main character's resolve. So this main character does re. She does she change her funnel arrow paradigm? Does she switch? Par, you know, the way she sees the world at the end of the story, or she stay the course and remain fundamentally steadfast to her personal path? This isn't. This isn't what the protagonist is doing. This is what Re is doing. So, what is Re's? What is Re dealing with personally? Kind of have to understand what that is before we can answer that question. She wants to join the military, right? Well, that's it. No, that's she just she's she wants to. The only reason she wants to join the military, she wants to get money so that she can Take keep her family sure. together and and alive. Uh, but that's not something that's personal. That's again, that's trying to save the farm. And save the family but what does she seem to have but her personal dreams or personal nightmares or personal <clears throat> concerns you don't you don't think taking care of the kids is her personal concern like just being well, what about it i mean just taking care of the kids themselves i mean well they i'm not 
What do you mean by taking care of the kids? Well, they can't survive without her because yes, mom. they can. She can. She can send one off to the one family that that's wanted the. See, that's what I'm saying. You mm-hmm. can't just say, "Oh, flat out, no." There's no options. No, people are constantly up giving her options to these to solve her problem. So that's why I'm not leaving yeah, laying you out with good. that easy answer. <laughs> so what is she dealing with? Well, she doesn't want to split the kids up because. So not joining that world, not joining that she has an environment of the drug world. She, being she, staying what, straight. So but what about it? So she says, like, she can't, um, you can't request what's not being offered? That, so it's not part of Okay. Don't but, ask for what should be offered. Sure. Sure. That's, I think, I think that's more of a lesson in, in terms of, not etiquette, because that's not quite the right term. But in other words, if you want to... If you wanted, if you think you deserve something, it should come to you. And if it doesn't come to you, it means it wasn't. They're not going. They don't plan on giving it to you. And so, if you ask and it's not already coming, you're begging. That's effectively what she was saying: is don't beg. Um, but that's not the. That's that's not. Is it remaining a dolly? It's family. Keeping the family together. Yeah, she just the, the identity. Yeah, it's and, and and look who's the influence character. The dolly. Well, he's uh, the uncle who is most notable in his what? His disconnection from her family. Right. I mean, he is. There is when we see him, he has antagonism toward her, and particularly toward her bro- her father, his brother. Now we don't understand what that is, but it. It's there is no overt connection, and in fact, it looks like he's specifically pushing her away. And his lesson, his recommendation to her is, stay away. You know, stay away from your father. Stay away. He's you know, and she's like, no, we're family. I need you know, for whatever reason, he's my fa- he's our father. We need him. And uh, which is connected thematically and logistically to the overall story, but it's not the same thing because she wants that. If you picked her up and put her in another story, that's the part that would go with her. Mm-hmm. Is that that? As, I mean, I, it was the need to keep the family together is right, but you have to sort of get what part of it is right because we're going to need to identify the the, the domain and. Mm-hmm. You know, there are lots. It's very complicated because the overall story is very similar, but not the same. And the re, and the relationship is about family. Well, and, I, and and everyone in the clan is is family. I mean, she's related to everyone in the movie, basically, except the sheriffs. <laughs> to, yeah, in some way or another, yeah, or something. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, so they are cousins, right. right? They're all yeah. But you've got the immediate family. There's like, yeah, there's the dolly. I think is the the identity of the dolly yeah what she's concerned so and she's like and 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 back to the very first answer let's keep them together need to keep the family together but it's it's intensively about yeah that identity of the you know and the 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 bread and butter the bread bread um and so we see so with regard to that does she seem to have been to change or does she remain steadfast and and how do we know 
Because that's what the, this question's asking about that fundamental part that she's dealing with personally. Does she change or stay the course? Yeah, she's a steadfast character. In fact, the, the, she's challenged greater and greater and greater, and she <clears throat> continues to, you know, pursue it. Maybe not, you know, like damn the torpedoes full speed ahead at every moment, but she clearly seems to be, you know, someone who is ultimately ends up sticking to her guns, you know, at great personal cost, but not ultimately. There's, you know, there's some nice payoffs at the end, which is sort of helps ameliorate it a little bit. Okay. Which means what? We know that the main character is a steadfast character. That means that the influence character is the one who changes. That's a relationship that is built into the dynamics of a, of a well-developed story. So we have Uncle Teardrop, and you see him where he starts off and he's like shoving her away and, and, and for all <coughs> intents and purposes saying that kinship is dead. Your father is, you know, just don't, don't even think about him. And by the end, he is fully integrating himself into that family. And he and his, by extension, his immediate family. I mean, they're already part of it. It's just he himself has sort of removed himself from that um, when it comes to uh, his brother's family. And, you know, that's, that's what explains why he goes through that transformation. It's that the dynamic between one sort of the hard rock and then who's going who's gonna to move and who's going to flow around the other and sort of a, and adjust. And he's the one who becomes then a, a change character. Dory Story will have a change character and everybody, every story will have a steadfast character. It's just who the main character is is what this question is. All right, next question I want to talk about is the main character approach. Doer or beer? So does Re prefer to solve problems externally by addressing them in the world or internally by changing herself or adapting herself to the problem, to, to resolve the inequity? And examples that you can get. I feel like she's a doer. Okay. Um, like she solves her problems by... Well, she goes to the... the um, yeah, the... She goes into the hornet's nest, you know, she's like, I mean, the protagonist yeah. will need to do things like that too, so the role, but right. in those personal moments, she still seems to be the one who wants to act. She's always yeah. teaching the kids yes. skills. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like shooting, skinning it. Right. Because if they can eat, they can stay together. Right. Right. <laughs> so, everybody okay with that? Yeah. All right. Great. Um... All right, this is, this is kind of a really weird out of the left field question. So the main character's problem solving style is, is re a linear thinker or a holistic thinker? And we need examples to support the, the choice. She's a linear thinker. Okay, and? Because uh, the first thing she wants to do is go borrow her friend's car so she can go down to see for dad's down at the state line or something like that isn't that where something it? like that yeah. yeah and then when that doesn't work then then she goes to talk to uh is that the matriarch is the, the next one yeah and then when that doesn't work then she goes 
So it's just like that, step by step, like asking. It's like watching law. But isn't that the protagonist? Yeah. Isn't the linear stuff more like if I teach you to shoot, you can eat squirrel? Uh, sure. Yeah, I but like that, that not too. necessarily because the protagonist it doesn't. A protagonist doesn't necessarily have one preference over another. The fact that she also has the role of protagonist, you will see it's hard. It's going to be hard to divorce that. But um, you know, she's con again like being a doer. She's like, if I teach you this, you will be able to fend, feed yourself. Right. If I do this, you know, if then cause and effect. Follow, you know, follow the follow the path to try to find, you know, your my father. It's a very linear way of looking at, it, as opposed to saying. You know, look at all of the relatives and all of the people around here, and, and who could po who would possibly know, and what reason would they have for keeping it from me, and where does that mean he probably is? Right, that would be a more holistic way. Right, but isn't that? But are you now talking about the protagonist? No, no, because it, it, again, we're thinking about family. You know, why isn't why what? If when you look about the family part, and not so much where's dad. Uh -huh. Dad, whereas Dad is seems to be strictly overall story, right? Right. Yeah. But you know, it's like, why are all these people? Why didn't they kill me? Mm -hmm. You know, what would you do? Well, why didn't you kill me? Oh, we we already came up with that's a linear. You know, it's like I'm a problem. No, I got the <clears> linear <throat> part. Okay. I'm I'm having trouble distinguishing some of the things you're talking about. Right, the examples given seem to be more on the uh, objective story side as opposed to the personal side. And, and well, but so, so limited to the moments that are just hers, like, like when she wakes up and she says, why didn't you kill me? Right. <clears throat> That's a linear, you know, cause effect. I come in here, I threaten you, you don't kill me. But isn't that the protagonist you're talking about? No, because she's no, she's in a, she is in that moment, Re, who's been beaten the crap out of. But why? Would she's you... not talking about where's dad. She's saying, you know, this is this is again, this is how she's trying to solve a problem. And now, right. as a protagonist, you're gonna really, it's it's gonna be hard to disentangle it because you're basically saying, okay, now here's the person that's leading the, the effort to achieve the goal mm -hmm. and who in this case is also a linear thinker. Right. So it's going to apply to when she's trying to problem solve. If she wasn't the main character, mm -hmm. those moments would be a lot clearer right. because you could see, okay, here's something that has nothing to do with the overall story and we can see how she solves it. But it's, it's um, you know, even with her trying to, uh, the 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 issue of the the son, the her brother, younger brother, wanting to ask for food. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. Here are the rules. You follow the rules. You will get the results. And if you break out of those rules, then you know it 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 you it can't it won't work. Right. So, I think that that's, that's cause-effect. So on those three examples, the mm -hmm. counterpoints that I would raise as to how to interpret those examples would be when she's waking up, she's trying to look at motivations, 
um, as to why she wasn't killed, which is a holistic thing. And she's trying to see the connections between the situations she's in and the people who are around her. And but you're interpreting something that we absolutely have no evidence of. Well, no, this is exactly, you, you said, why did she ask this question? No, she was asked a direct question. Yes, and, and you her, interpreted what her intent was behind asking that question. When you said that it was a well, what, what was the question that? No, she was a, she was asked a question, right? No, she said, "Why, why, why haven't you killed me?" Yeah, no, they or, said, no, no. They, what asked what do we do they asked her a question. She yes, said, you could right. kill me. Right. They asked her, "What should we do?" You know, yeah. right. what else can we do with you? You know, and she said, "Well, well you, you, you can, can kill help. me." Can yeah, we discussed that. So, I mean, you see, that wasn't unprompted. It was a direct response to a question. And the way she's thinking about it linearly is, well, <clears throat> cause effect, you know, as, as opposed to because the answer, a, 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 a holistic type of response would be we're family, which of course is looking at, okay, here's our relationship and you're, you know, this is why, you know, you can, you can let me go because we're family. That would be a more holistic way of looking at it because we all have connections to one another and a linear thinker would never answer that question. Because that answer to a linear thinker, that question has already been answered by the fact that they kicked, kicked the shit out of her. You know, and they let her live. They didn't kill her. So I mean, I think that that's, I think that's, it, it, when you're looking at holistic, it, well, the other reason is, is that, and this is, this is completely not, this is experiential, not, Evidential, evidentiary, whatever, um, and that is, I don't know about you guys, but I had no trouble identifying with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and now that's one of the things about, this is something that you, you might find useful in, if you're watching a movie or you're reading a script or something. This particular question, um, for your male audiences, uh, your linear audiences, they have no trouble with a main character who's a linear thinker, independent of what the gender is, but they have a very difficult time empathizing with a holistic thinker. Effectively, this is what defines a chick flick, is that you have a main character who looks at the world by the relationship between it, all of the, the, the to look find balance in the world, as opposed to solve problems, or find, connect, you know, follow, um, cause and effect. Uh, that's the easy way. Women audience members or holistic audience members have no problem with either. So that's the, that's one way of looking at it too. I mean, that's not the reason I would, that's not, I use that as a backup, not as my primary answer, but I had no trouble identifying with her and her plight and the way that she was trying to solve problems. <clears throat> yes? Have you ever thought about, um, what the problem solving style might be like for objective story characters. I know it doesn't influence them. Oh, you know, is this have dealing with a discussion that's on the board? No. Oh. No, I yeah. just mean that um, I feel like when we were talking earlier about the protagonist being linear or not. Isn't that kind of where you're coming from? Well, you can have you, you can have those characters have either approach that doesn't matter because you're never standing those characters the objective <clears throat> characters and the overall story the big picture 
even though we can be shown things from their perspective, we're never intended to experience their personal issues with re- that, with regards to what's central to the story. They may have their own side story, and, and we can get in their shoes, and they can be. We'll see it that way. But with regards to their function in the overall story, it won't matter. You can have them be either one; it makes no difference, because it's not part of what the audience is. It's not part of that very subjective view that a main character affords the audience. So, is it also true that if the if one of the two main character impact characters isn't holistic, you need someone to be holistic? Usually, you'll have one. You'll ha- usually have one in there because there's every single every single thing in here has to be represented in the story somewhere. Yeah. So it'll show up in the OS if it's not an impact of one more main character. Or you might have that's a. What, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, you might have a third. You might you might have another subjective character in the subjective story in the relationship. Right. Like, like Terminator has two linear characters, right? For the there's the holistic character in that. Story. <clears throat> no, I think uh, Michael Biehn's character Reese is very holistic. He's not going back there for a reason. He sees this picture. He wants this relationship with this person because of the you know I just want to be near you kind of a thing. You know, it's not a it's not a the fact that he's given it an objective story job to protect her, that's fine. But that's not his, that's his, that's his job. But that's not him personally. Personally, he just wants to meet the, the person responsible for, you know, John Connor. That's a very, you know, again, it was written by a man. So it's going to be an approximation of what the <clears throat> holistic character looks like. But that's a very holistic approach. Whereas you know she's like, you know I can't do this. I can't. I don't. I'm not. Can't save the world. I don't even know any of this stuff. You know, it's like she's looking at cause effect, and every time she's looking at it, she's dead <laughs> because she doesn't have any skill set. She doesn't. You know, all these things that she's saying. I, you know, step, step, step. I'm dead. Step, step. I'm dead. Step. You know, and and so she's she's looking at that and but. Over the course of the story, she's developing skills that help her become the character that she will be in the sequel. Um, okay, so everybody okay with her being linear? Re being linear? All right. Because I would not put her her father, or her uncle, as a holistic character. I don't think we see enough of him to really be able to say that. I mean, you almost get a sense of maybe his wife might be or something, but we just don't see a lot of a lot of that. Um, or even the neighbor, mm-hmm. that you know, but that's sort of a more of a help character. Um, all right, story driver. So we're switching gears. We're no longer looking at the main character. Now we're looking at the big picture. Now, again, one of the things um, to, to to keep in mind is that. When we look at the overall story, we're looking at sort of the, the looking at it from a very dispassionate point of view. Um, the story driver is whether or not actions drive decisions or decisions drive actions. Um, any suggestions? Action. <laughs> With some examples. I just like hearing you say that. Um, <laughs> I well, think that's because you want to be a director. That's right. <laughs> so ten minutes in, um, uh, ten minutes in, when the movie kind of it starts, when uh, the sheriff shows up and says, 
your father's missing. We need to find him. Here are the stakes. So that's a that's an action that makes her decide to go look for him. I think. Um, so the, that's the inciting event. That's the inciting one. The closing event well, is. Her dad doesn't show up for bail. Is the action? Yeah. Well, no. The notification is is the inciting event. Right. Well, because that's when she decides to commit to find he's him. dead. Right. That's when the protagonist puts into gear. Yeah. Jim's right about that one. I think it's it's part and parcel actually the same thing because. Yeah, but the, 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 the other one half is about about I don't know, halfway through the movie. Right. No, but he doesn't show for oh, bail. Is is ten, is seven days after the sheriff? The sheriff says it's ten days from now. He's got to show up. Right. 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 That's and all he, the well, he all, everything happens prior to show up in court. Whatever it is, he doesn't yeah, show he doesn't up show in court. That's why the sheriff. No, 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 no. The very first time he shows up. The very first, or whoever that no, was it the he's, he's, no, it's oh, it's sheriff. not the sheriff. It's the uh, no, no, it's the sheriff. The first uh, the, time that, 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 says, that I haven't seen your dad around, and here's the scoop, kid. Right. He needs to show up in ten days, right. or else you're right. going to be losing. Everything. The bondsman yeah. will right. come and he never right. misses a court date until halfway through the movie. Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's right. No, yeah, yeah. Right. Remember, it's sort of it's sort of like it's happened <laughs> halfway through the movie. Oh. The court date happened. It wasn't there. Teardrop tells her that. Teardrop he comes right. and says, "This morning your dad didn't show up." Here's your next right, and that sell the Timberland. Right, and that changed the minute thirty-five. Like, whoop, right, you know. that's when he misses the court date. Wasn't there something? I thought there was something else that happened that he didn't show up. Where he was some responsibility he had that prompted the sheriff to show up at the house. Wasn't well, the sheriff just hadn't seen it. Well. Sheriff's been okay. Trying to if find it. yeah, if it's that the sheriff. And and no, him were doing something to, I mean, it looked at least what's not said, but it seems that that he and the sheriff, and maybe teardrop, but probably not, were doing something to try to con money or do something that was going to affect the, the the antagonists. Well, I think he was he was ratting out, ratting them out. Oh, he was. Oh, he is was that speaking. what it was? Yeah, yeah. he was yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't stand his ten-year prison sentence he was going to get, so he was turning. He was rattling oh, out turning, his family. Oh, he was turning states. Ah, and, and the then, reason and the Thump got him out of jail Trump. is because Thump didn't want him talking, so he showed up to pay the bail. That's the bag of oh, money. That's the bag to money. get him out of jail, so he could kill him. Right. Mike read the book. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but then, but that. Yeah, I didn't know that that was Thump because they didn't say who it was. So they, they don't. The say, only guy was money in Yeah. So it, it could. It was probably one of Thump's henchmen. Anyway, Thump wouldn't come. That out. sounds great. What a nice house. I, I mean, it's very consistent. I'm okay with that. I didn't see it in the movie, but it works. It's um, so the action at the close is the the women, the wives, uh, the wife. Uh, they come and they show up. Right on the door and say, "Okay, we're going to take you to." No, the end. No, the close is here's is that basically your debt has all been resolved, and then look, you even have some money. So it's the remember, it's all about are you going to get kicked out of the house? Right. And when the bondsman comes back and basically says, "We're square," you you get to keep whatever you you've got. That's the that is the end of the story. I mean it, it. there's, you know, the cleanup and resolution and stuff. I think that's the author's proof. Huh? I think that's the author's proof. I think the story ends when she dumps the two she hands gives on the, the hands sheriff's to the sheriff. No, because... It's a foregone conclusion But it's, when she gives the hands over. No, because that is a step 
that's necessary to prove to prove dead. that he could not have shown up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's because he was dead. So that was not because it wasn't about where's dad. We need dad home. That would be oh when they find the dead body. It's story. That would be right. the end of the story. The hands you wouldn't need the hands at that point. They need the bones, not because they're going to bury them, because you probably want the whole thing. Right. They need the bones as evidence to prove that there's no basis for him. there is a basis for him not uh, not showing up, and not therefore <clears throat> the the whole idea of them losing the farm is negated. And that's that's the reason. So that's why that's why I was sort of downplaying. They're finding the father, but the father is, it's all about, say, you know, it's all about the, fa- the family. This is where I'm a, a little caught on that version of the story, because I, I totally get where you're coming from. But the antagonists want the dad missing. Well, based on the story, he's gone. <clears throat> See, no, what the antagonists want, the antagonists are doing something. Right. We don't know what the something is, but they're doing something bad. They don't want anybody to know about it. They don't want anyone to know about it. And apparently there are two people that know about it. There was her father, and there was the sheriff. But I think what Mike's saying is that's not really the farm. The farm stuff sounds like main character stuff, whereas like not knowing what's really going on sounds more like overall story. Isn't that what you're getting at? Yeah, I feel like they're very tightly bound. Yeah. But I feel like the house is the consequence or the stakes for the other stuff that the cartel is doing. Like except we know, except we know not, the problem is we know nothing about that. That isn't in the story. I'm with you. I mean, you could tell that story, but then we would have a whole bunch of stuff about what they're doing, what went wrong, what that. That's backstory. That's essentially driving. What happened? Why, why the? You know, remember we start off with a, a story begins when there's an inequity. Right. And the inequity is house. The house that the father, who's probably already dead, but but has made a commitment to showing up someplace mm-hmm. and put the farm up as collateral, is okay. been. They are told that he's missing. And, and you might lose the house. Right. That's what the story is about. Now, we, under, we get to understand, we get to see that there's more to it, mm-hmm. but we don't under, there is no understanding. The part that you're talking about, that him being the one put in the cash, it's not in the movie I saw. No, yeah. It's a great explanation. It's not in the movie. Someone did. I could fill in a hundred different other characters through... You know, the Miami Mafia that, that he's working with or, you know, the uh, the State Department who wanted to get the rest of the information. Anybody who came in and dropped in money. You, you don't think that was super obvious that Thump was the one that provided the money? I think Chris uh, no, is right. right. I mean, I think it, it makes perfect sense. Yes. But it's not in there. But how, but is, what is? how is it not in there if that's not super it's obvious? It's never revealed, though. No. It's implied, maybe, but it's never revealed. Well, n- it, I, I, I was not give I I did not hear it nor did I see it. No, I'm with you on that. I think it's the um, only obvious answer given the set of characters. Well, it explains it explains but, what these other guys why they're even involved. 
Because why you eventually so go. His change at the end, when he says, "Now I know." What who happened? Killed. Who killed? Yeah. What, what? What's the implication for that? That's tied to the story for him. That change is because there's a family code, and he's reestablishing. He's he's reinserting himself into the family code, and the family code requires a revenge killing. That's why he had the deal with her to start but off. But he with can't his, do any revenge killing if he doesn't know who did it. Yeah. No, he knows who did it. He says, "I know who killed Only him." At the very end. Only at the, at the very end. end. He's right. Early. Right. That's that would be the next movie. Right. But it's not this movie because it's not about him. It's about her. No, no, I, I understand that, but I I think it's part of the story form that him changing is because he found out what he didn't want to. No, find out. Uh, no, I think that's a that is a that is the. Him change. He didn't change because he found that out. He changed, and you see him actually Changing. softening over the course of the story. There's he not a. It's not a. You know. I didn't say it was a cause and effect, but I think the argument of the, the story is about. I, I think that's the. I think that for him is an unintended consequence because I think that's information as he says. I don't want to know this because if but he knows it. He has to act on right, it. Right, that's the whole point. Then at the end, now that he knows, now he has to act on but it. Right, but, but that's not what the issue is. That's not what the subjective to, story issues are. Mm-hmm. The okay. subjective story issue has to do with, you know, is he part of her family or not? He's an uncle. He's clearly genetically, but he's distanced. He's cut himself off from his brother, mm-hmm. primarily because it sounds like he's a really piece of work. Yeah. So... The chain, yeah. So, the end, whether it's discovering the or cutting off the hands or whatever, I think really what it is, it's when when the house is no longer in peril. That's there is no more story at that point. The tension is gone. Right. So then, who's the antagonist for that story? If she's trying to pursue saving the house, who's the one trying to prevent that? The the person who killed the father. Because uh-huh. that's the one who's trying to keep any anybody looking for the father. Uh-huh. Is trying to prevent her from keeping the farm. No. He doesn't. He doesn't. They incident, are, incidentally don't care about that. I think that's where we're hung up. That's where I'm hung up on. I don't, I don't see how that could be. I think where we're hung up is, you, you put it exactly right, which is if her thing is I want to keep the farm there's no one actively trying to prevent her from keeping the farm no right preventing her from getting the evidence she needs to get to keep right the farm. so they're still the antagonist because they are they're trying in to her f- way yes she cannot reach her goal because they will stop her even if it's not at the direct point it's at this early but that's point. why the movie isn't over once they once they you know she finds the body it, the story isn't resolved at that point if you cut it off at the end you'd still be going about <clears throat> Did she get her house back? What's what about the house? <laughs> right. Well, I, and, I, I just think it ends when everybody finds out that dad's not going to be able to talk. Halfway um, through the movie? No. When they actually produce the hands, then the cop doesn't have his informant anymore. But we don't even see that. <sighs> what? See okay. what? We don't see him, the delivery of the hands and all of that. Do we? Oh, oh. Okay. When she comes in, she delivers it to the, oh, the right. sheriff. And then he says, don't, don't tell him people I didn't shoot because I backed down. I didn't shoot because oh, you were right. in a car. Right. That scene. That scene, right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not what I saw. <laughs> it does seem like a done deal when the hands are dropped off, doesn't it? So are you saying that the house is all MC and not OS? 
that what you're I, saying? I think so. I think that's predominantly her. I, was, I think the whole thing's about keeping your mouth shut. I think it's about keeping your mouth shut, too. And I think the house, I see the house almost as either the consequences and stakes or MCs. Isn't, isn't the consequence about not be, not, or becoming not a dolly? No, I don't know about that. No, because that's so who's the protagonist is keeping her mouth shut. Well, but well there's one person who doesn't want anybody to keep their mouth shut. And that would be Re. Very possible. Yeah. The one person who what? Yeah. What is she? she? She's not informing me. No, she couldn't care less. No, I know, but she's the one that's pushing finding out what actually happened. So she's, no, she's, she's not. The, she doesn't care about finding out what happens. She cares about two things. In in, in the first goal, her care is. Yeah. Get dad to the courthouse or get him to the sheriff so that way I don't lose the house. And the second time is, is when she says, uh, when it's when she finally says, well, what can I do? And and the bondsman says, nothing unless you can prove he's dead. And so that's her next goal is to try and find right, but he's I, dead. I, I think the whole community, the dad. whole... Everybody knows he's dead, the except whole, her. Yeah, so then the inequity isn't about getting dad so that you can save the farm. <clears throat> the inequity is not talking about anything. Exactly. Keep your mouth shut. This is what it is, and she's the one that's actually going in there and creating conflict by making it so that people have to start talking. Because the first half of the movie is literally eight scenes in a row where she goes, "Help me, no, okay? You help me, no. You help me, no." The inequity is that she's pissing people off because she keeps pushing them to talk. But she doesn't. No, the she doesn't look for her father. They aren't following she wasn't the family for, for weeks. Father's been missing for weeks. She hasn't gone looking for him. It's right. only when she has to. There was no inequity. Right. When yeah, the father sure. is going to break, that she has to go. Look. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Is if you remove the, if you remove the house, the jeopardy of the house, there is absolutely no motivation for the protagonist to even look for the father. Yeah. She has it. From a main character, sure. No. no. From a protagonist, there's no story. Yeah. There's no. There. You can't have that's a protagonist. True. I mean, a main character driving the story driving the protagonist it does that's when you're talking about the overall story no i so jim what i hear you saying and 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 you got to correct me but it seems to me you're saying that she's the protagonist and her goal is to keep people shut up no, no well, that's no, no, to no, keep no. herself shut up because she's the one who's she's making totally the noise what so wait now who's, who's the protag she is. And what's she trying to do? She's the protagonist. She's trying to find out what happened to her father. Okay. And there are a bunch of people who are trying but, to prevent, particularly Thump, who doesn't want her to find that out. And the cop wants to find out what happened to him because so, he's going to speak so that they can actually start no, putting these people into jail. No, the cop was the one who ratted out the father. The cop caused Jessup's death. That's what the whole scene was with Teardrop in the truck. <laughs> well, I think if if he's the why one who, did you tell them that he was that that Jessup was talking? Right. That's what Teardrop says. Because to the, cop. the code so was the not cop to talk. Knew, the cop was the one who was ratting out Jessup. Right. So the the inequity, the same so, inequity everybody's talking about, isn't about saving a farm. It's all about talking and revealing information. It's the, every conflict in the entire story is about revealing information. Hey, although here's here's the all right. So it's a failure story. No, I think it's success. Well, then, I hear, here's my issue, if I may. I feel like it's it starts off, it's all about the farm, because the farm is what pushes her into action, and it immediately almost goes into this sub-story, which is 
finding the dad. Mm-hmm. Right? Like a MacGuffin. Okay. Potentially. But then, but every antagonist that I see is, is in the sub-story. Mm-hmm. And then when the sub-story oh, no, no. is... Sorry, but that wouldn't... That, 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 yeah. that doesn't sound like a sub-story. What's the army no, thing? No, 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 she wants to go join the army. That's got nothing to do with the father. She's happy to get out of there, go join the army, take her family, and not find out what happened to the father. No, I'm pretty sure she wanted to join the military so she'd get money. Yeah, yeah that was all about... It was it's all, all about, about money. No, no, but she, about, she did say I wanted to no. take... I thought I could take yeah, my... She wants to take the family to training and get out of the Ozarks. She couldn't care less about what would happen. What happened to the father? As right. long as she can take care of the go, kids. take care of the family. Take care of the family, right? So if that was an option for her, then finding out about the father isn't really, right. as far as a protagonist is concerned, it, 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 there's no motivation. But that also speaks to much more of a main character moment. That's not the overall story. That yeah. that event was not part of the overall story. No, I understand that, but it, the overall story. Still, is that character would leave the Ozarks and not search for her father. They would abandon their quest to search for their father as a protector. If she had gotten the $40,000, yes. she would have left the movie entirely. Yes. I totally agree with that. Except for her mom. What do you do with the mom? Take her. That was her plan. Take the family with her. So she's not relentlessly pursuing the goal of... Which is why they, the storytelling is good, because they don't let her do that. They force her back into the... Sure. They, yeah. they force the main character right. they to give stay her, in the story. She runs out of options. Oh, I'm getting at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Can we watch Ishkanul again? <laughs> <laughs> we got to save the farm. <laughs> no, I mean, I can I see, you know, starting in on a main character strong one but so the overall story I think when you're talk, talking about the eldest daughter I guess is do you want to talk instead of calling her we she's the eldest daughter or the snitch's daughter I like that since snitch is all tied into the theme of keeping your mouth shut yeah. um, that's all that's also tied into the family well no what, what set it up the, the, him being the reason he got killed is all backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's no um, more talking going on. There's no more snitching happening. Nobody knows it. She's, I just in, think, she's in a situation of being the snitch's daughter. That's her status. Uh, I think it, I mean, if, in that kind of an instance, basically there is, you, you could, and I'm not necessarily saying this is going to be a situation overall story, but you could say if the problem was the father who was a snitch was was murdered by the essentially by the community but the main character has a need to find the father because of or lose her her home essentially be kicked out of the community for all intents and purposes i mean that's fine but it's still about her need to save the house i mean From the, that, the main character standpoint is what you're saying right no, 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 for the overall story, because, I, I mean, it, it seems it seems like all of the resistance that is in the overall story is pre-existing. Everything already is, everything's stacked against her. It's not something that's changing. It's already, everything, everything bad has already happened. And that the resistance is, as you say, they're trying to keep 
things the way they are, and that was fine until she came on, until her problem as the daughter of the snitch's daughter who needs to save the house becomes an issue. Because that's in direct conflict with everybody wanting to keep quiet. Right? Because up to that point, everything is exactly the same as it was until that sheriff showed up at that door telling her this is what's going to happen. I think... Right. Well, I I would just say that things are changing is that there's somebody in the community who's now asking questions and you're not supposed to do that. I think... Well, that's... Right. But that's what that's what happens over the course of the story because she she's trying to discover what's going on the you know it's not like it's a static situation that doesn't change at all it can get worse i don't think it's a situation i don't think so either but i'm just saying i yeah go ahead i think the overall story is established in that scene by the sheriff and i think it's the law needs to know where the dad is that's what he wants to know and then there's a handoff when he when he misses the court date to the bondsman who needs to know where he is or you're going to lose the house. And so that's why I think when they produce the hands that the stated goal of the sheriff is taken is completed. Care of. And that's why I think the story ends there and the, the money at the end the, is, is the sort of the there is I the, agree with that. Is that, the was the that that's what I meant to say. Right. It took me <laughs> Time that's what I meant. That, that was it. That's what I Okay, I'm okay with that. Okay. So okay. you're saying the OS ends when the hands are delivered? That's what you're saying? You guys are saying? When she hands oh, over the hands. You're saying when the hands are, when, the hands are delivered? The when, the, when, when the sheriff finds the, um, he gets the suspect yes. or whatever, the, 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 the snitch. Yeah, her father. Basically, when the sheriff and the father, father reconnect. Right. So he makes her a proxy protagonist because he can't really investigate. Well, he's not a protagonist because he's not. I mean, it, remember, he, the, he had been saying that's his goal. He's his goal. Well, that's the story sure. goal. That's the right. story goal. And he has the story. He shows up and says, "Here's the goal," and right. And she goes, "I'm on it. I'm on the case." Because he can't investigate because no one will talk to him. And he's already tried and failed. That's the backstory too. Is he's tried and failed, and for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the house does become more of the issue of the main character. Yeah. But it's it's really, really integrated in, but yeah. But there are she she would settle for an alternative to the house if can keep the family together. Correct. Yeah. If, right. Which is what right. that that little bit of exploration, well why don't you try living someplace else? Which would be one of the options and it's like, well, eh, not gonna work. Right. Yes. So the overall story goal then is to find the snitch? That, that's like that's what it, if it's about it's not it's not the overall story is for the sheriff to find out to, to the, the sheriff to find out what happened to his his uh, witness essentially it's a it's a witness right. issue right. and also a criminal issue since he talks about it like he's got a 10-year prison sentence waiting for him right, right. yeah yeah but that's not that sort of is the trial hasn't happened yet Right. He says, yeah, you can charge him. Good luck. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, kind of, it's, kind of like, it's not like I haven't been here before, right? <laughs> um, okay, so I think we're all good with at least action. 
because, because it didn't matter which version of it, as an action-driven story, actions drive decisions. I think that, that seems to fit. Well, remember, we have to get back to what we were really talking about. We were getting and answering a lot of other questions we're going to be getting to, but it's always good to, when you start to have to come up with examples, you know, everything is interconnected. All right, which brings us to the story limit. Does do the, the climax come because of, because of a time lock or an option lock? And if it's a time lock, when? And if it's an option lock, what are the options that run out? Oh, yeah. What's the deadline or what's the option lock? Uh, there's, go ahead. For it. No, there's, there's no time lock, I don't think. So that leaves an option lock. The options I see are the places that she can go to find the snitch or her dad. So she goes to first her brother, uh, her uncle, then she goes to-, to uh, The cousins. The cousins. Um, and then she goes to, to Thumb the first time, um, won't see her. And then she goes to- Well, she goes to the wife. The wife, right. Well, she, the wife acts as interference <clears throat> between seeing them. Yes. No, yeah, the yes. wife, she goes and sees the wife, but she doesn't see Thumb. Thumb right. And ultimately, she, when she sees Thump, that's when it, the shit hits this. the pan. Right. right. Then she goes to see the, the former mistress um, who delivers the oh, yeah. bad things were happening type news. Um, and then she uh, goes, actually tries to run down Thump at the cattle yard. Uh, and pretty much then she's out of options and the good wives come and save the day. No, right. you're missing us now. Oh, I'm missing Yeah, okay. which is... The other option is she needs teardrop to help her, and that's a long, a slow boil. Oh, yeah. But he helps. He's her. the he one. Who, he's the one. The, the, the last in the climax. He's the one who comes in. Yeah. Right, and, and he helps poke him, but the poking still didn't work. It totally worked. No, they went to the cemetery. It got the sheriff out, which was bad for teardrop because teardrop, I think, as a result of that, finds out can piece together who did the killing. But at any rate, that's not what allows the I. I and, and I disagree with Chris a little bit on, on what the talking is about. I think that the talking is about the bad reputation that's coming because they are breaking the family code by following the thief criminal code. So that the criminal code is you kill, you kill the bastard who's snitching. Okay, right. family code says you help the family. You take care of your family, you take care of your kin. Um, well, and those two things are in conflict. And right. That's the problem. That's you know? the problem. Yeah. Right. And and so the wives are the ones, are, are the wife, the matriarch, Merib, um, is the one who doesn't want the talking to be on the family side. And that's why she talks to the antagonist, Thump, about let's work it out this way and we can satisfy both sides. She's She, she, she is not the snitch's daughter anymore. She's family. And if we don't treat her as the snitch's daughter and don't give a crap about her, then we can go ahead and let her have the bones and it takes care of the house. The family's taken care of. Family code is honored. I think you're reading so much into that that isn't. Well, yeah. There's an, lot, there's an awful lot of that whatever the hell's going on that is not there. Just like, what's his name, dropping in the money? It's like, I, I didn't see that. But, right. but it does hold together and it's yeah, and it's consistent yeah. and it doesn't matter the specifics really don't matter if they are representative of what is there 
because you're feeling you know that's the thing is is that if you have the overall story be since it's a mystery so much of the mystery is being withheld because that's what makes it mysterious um and uh you know ultimately the her looking for the for answers is what's creating potentially a greater conflict and as you said the two sides you know family or snitch um have to be resolved in order for it to sort of go away but of course ultimately it ends in a place where it's not going to go away because they may have been okay with it but once teardrop figures it out it's like oh i wish i didn't know that (laughs) Yeah. Is there also a time component to this one, just because of the deadline? Nope, because it goes, comes and goes, and the important thing to think about it is this part of the word, yeah. lock. It's fluid. It's not. It's like you have about a week. So. Well, no, it's, no, it's the lock. The, the lock will bring about the climax, and there is a sure he has got to be in court on ten days from now. That comes and goes, and it does not create the climax. In fact, it kind of happens, and it's like oh. Did that already go by? Yeah, we you were know? not aware of it until it's happened. No, and, and that's... The, it's kind of like, you know, the thing they did in the first Star Wars and the most recent Star Wars, uh, that's part of that, you know, episode seven, where they put the little, oh, 15 minutes or 30 minutes until we blow up, you know, we're fully charged and can blow up, you know, the rebel base mm. again. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, well, you know, it doesn't happen. You know, the climax comes a little bit before that. It's like, that's just throwing it. You, you, you can use option locks and time locks within it to try to create more tension, but it's artificial. It doesn't give the story tension. The, the, the limit gives the story, tells the audience so they know when is this going to be over. And if you don't know, you can tell, okay, when is, if you, at the beginning of the story, you can pretty much tell when it's going to be over. She's going to go through all the places that she could possibly find him until they're exhausted, and then she'll either have her answer or not. But the story will be over. You know, it's not that they don't enumerate, oh, I've got five relatives that I can need to talk to, which they could have done, which would have been really lame. But um, <laughs> they, they, But they do do it pretty much in the first act. What they do is they set up her going and talking to all of them once in a casual way, and that's where you were saying the no, 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 you know. So then she has to go and revisit all of them and hit the one that she didn't get, which is which is the big guy. And that's what sort of brings it about. It's like, okay, we're going to have to deal with this. So they, they allow her to get her what she needs, and she resolves the conflict with the sheriff. So is that a litmus test for time versus option if the time itself forces the the climax? Yes. It literally has to be a deadline or a fixed amount of time. So 48 hours, guess guess when it's going to be over. High noon. When noon comes along, that's when the train comes in and they have the big shootout. Um, And in fact... The story is that when they first released High Noon, um, it was a real snooze fest. It's still pretty boring, but it was it was like completely a dud. And all they did is they went in and they shot pictures of different clocks and cut them in as the time was getting closer and closer to noon. Huh. And 
suddenly, and you and I, I have we have a, a, a um, montage of just the clock shots, and you, you you see it, and it's like click, click, tick, tock, then tick, tock, then the music goes tick, tick, tock, and then the train going with the train, woo, and it's a you know, bong. It's like okay, yeah, we got it. Here's the climax, right? We got it. It's a, you know. The uh, crapper get off the pot. You know, you gotta, <laughs> gotta go forward. All right. So last one on the on the dynamics, judgment, good or bad. So this has to do more with a. This is more of an emotional assessment as opposed to a logistical assessment of the outcome. So the judgment, good means the um, the inequity is more or less resolved. That's being explored in the story. And bad means that they basically it's left unresolved. Which one and why? Well, using the in-between <laughs> definitions, it's good. She ends up being happy. The main character is happy. Everybody seems happy except for poor Teardrop. Well, right. That's why I said <laughs> within the context of the story. So... Yeah, yeah. I mean, good and bad. You can be a little good or a little bad. It's not, you know, or you can be like Star Wars, which was ridiculously good, you know, and Hamlet, which is ridiculously bad. Um, but it's not everything has to be on eleven, as they say. Um, so is everybody okay with good? So if, even though it's such a you know, dreary movie, it's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, got that little sweetener with the extra money. Uh, but as you saw, she says, I don't need this. You know, this isn't mine. You know, this should go. Well, then you just hold on to it. Yeah, so it's like it was never about money. It was just about saving what's theirs. All right. Is, is story judgment tied to OS? Or is it, I always thought it was tied to MC. It. Technically, it's it's an assessment of the whole thing. Um, it's easiest seen in the main character uh, because you can get a little more complicated. But like when you have teardrop in there, going, "Oh fuck, why did I find out this information?" Pardon, oh, there goes the rating. Uh, pardon my French. Uh, you know, he's like, "I wish I didn't know that," but. You know, so he's he personally is left in a not so great place uh, because now why does he feel that way? And it's a really important point that he feels that why way. Why does he feel what way? That he figures out who's responsible for the death of his brother. So why does he feel like he's he's committed to family now? He's got to right. Do right. right. So it's that's a, that's how we feeling. that's how we know he's changed. Yep. Because before it was like. You know, walk away, don't even think about him. You know, my brother, forget it, forget it. Don't, you know, bad news. At the end, it's like, crap, now i got to go avenge him because i got all these feelings for family now, and he's family, and, you know, that's part of the code. And, you know, so that's it, sort of the Pat Fills and the McCoys just sort of <clears throat> perpetually. And you couldn't play the banjo before, and now he can, too. Just... Well, he got the, do- the daughter, <laughs> the younger daughter, to start learning to play the banjo. Um, okay, so let's move over. To any other questions about the dynamics before we move on? I skipped one, and I'll explain that later, because I'm not sure if you noticed so there's one I did not answer, but I'll explain that in a moment. Um, so, 
we've got these four four threads, these four through lines, uh, which are perspectives, the main character, the influence character, the relationship between them, and then the overall story, the big picture. We also have to say, okay, now those are the positions from which we're looking. What are we looking? What's the lens through which we look and see the problem? And we have these four domains, situation, activity, fixed attitude, and psychology or manipulation. And we need to apply them to those. So anybody have a suggestion? We already know, for instance, <laughs> that our main character is a doer, which means that she's going to be in the upper half because these are the external domains as opposed to the internal domain. So situation is something stuck and that's what's causing the conflict. It needs to be unstuck or activity. Something's happening that needs to be stopped from happening. If it's stopped happening, then it might resolve it. Fixed attitude is the internal equivalent of a situation. It's somebody's an idea or fixation. Uh, a fixed attitude, a bias, preconception that is creating conflict, um, or you know, psychology, dysfunctional thinking, how you think as opposed to what you think, what it is versus how it's working. You know, those those are the kind of the the mechanical way of looking at it. So we we already know that re is either going to be defined by her situation or by her activities. Um, what makes Ree Ree in this story? What 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 is she dealing with that seems to create a lot of trouble for her? I think she's in this situation because she's she's the head of her family, the, of her close knit family with the kids and the mom. She's the responsible party. Right, and that is the root of all of her issues. Okay, so you would put the main character here. Correct. Which means our influence character. It's going to be down here. Yeah, and I think his fixed drop. attitude is you're better off not knowing. Something like that. Which, of course, at the end, he knows. And, and right. He, so, you know. Because it's like, he knows that. She yeah. wants to find out, he doesn't want to find out, and everyone else knows and doesn't want to talk. He's the only one who has the luxury of not knowing and not wanting to find out. Right. At the beginning of the movie. That's very nice. That's great. <laughs> okay, which means, which means our overall story is either going to be in activity or in psychology. So what, where do we see, whichever way you define it, whether it's it's the trying to find the dad and all the con pushback from the family for looking. Yeah. Yeah, it's an external problem. Right. You know, here you've got this dead body, some sort of snitching, some sort of which you have in the backstory, yeah. but someone's snooping. Yeah. Essentially, a family member is snooping. <clears throat> snooping is a good word for it. Yeah. Snooping around. So then that means the relationship between the two are going to be in psychology, which means it's really going to be about a dysfunctional family. Yeah, this dysfunctional kin relationship. I mean, I think that just as a generalization is a pretty fits pretty well. Obviously, we'll need to find out specifically what's going on in there. Um, so the relationship starting here. Uh, all right. So I'm going to switch over to the screen over here and show you. We'll start using the software, uh, which will take me just a moment.
Because the number of choices we have now are get vast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It goes into a whole other realm. Oh, it does. Yeah. It does. And so, fortunately, if you, if you sort of take it a step at a time, you're always yeah, presented with a much box. narrower so selection. But you can always back out and sort of, eh, I don't like that rabbit hole. Let me try this rabbit hole. They're more like gopher holes. If you haven't already done so, make those selections that we've done. So our main character resolve is steadfast, approach of doer, Problem-solving style. Oh, I have mail. We're going to change that back to the newer terms. Okay, so linear. Action. Option lock. Success. Good. We have the overall story is uh, activity, if I recall. All right, so that's as far as we've gotten. I'm going, to, I'm going to go to the theme browser. So if you haven't already done so, let's go to the theme browser. And uh, why don't we look at the main character, since she seems to be a little bit more clearly defined, perhaps? Maybe not. I don't know. That or the overall story. If anybody has a preference, let me know. Um, but I'm going to look at the, the uh, main character domain, which is situation. And what I do, it's not up on screen, unfortunately. But I, what I do is I usually just zoom in, so I'm sort of focusing only on that that uh, quadrant. And we have four choices for the potential, the concern. So this would be what Re is dealing with on a personal level. Is she concerned about the past, how things are changing, the future, or the present? Now, over the course of the story, all of those will be explored. So you're going to see all of that. However, one of them is going to be consistent from beginning to end, and that's what that's going to be the concern or what is akin to a main character goal. It's not technically that, but it, it, if you think of it that way, it helps. Um, and the reason we call it a concern, though, is because it's something that's troubling as opposed to something aspirational, not something we're trying to reach for, but something that actually is the, the locus of the, um, the conflict in the context of our main character being stuck in a situation. <clears throat> now, what situation do we define her as? We didn't say that per se. Didn't, yeah, we, we, we did. We said she's the responsible party of her little close family. OK. Um, Okay. And, and, that. And I said also Snitch's daughter. OS. OS. Oh, uh, no, no. That's her status. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would, I think that that would fit in yeah. just as equally well. Um, it certainly shows why she's running into all the resistance at personal and operational at the overall story level. As a, as a protagonist. Um, okay, so which of these four, or which two of them do you think are might might are possibilities, or if you see one as being the more likelihood, uh, let me know, and let me know why you make an argument for the or a case for it. The future. Okay, and? Why? Um, I think she's always looking into the future in the sense of 
is her father gonna make it to court? Um, are they gonna be able to keep the house? Where are they gonna live? What are they gonna do? Okay, so, uh, all right. And training the kids to be able to live in the future should everything go south. Um, and uh, well, the ROTC was, was, was an idea about the future, um, an exploration on a personal level, uh, even if it did get cut off. It's like as head of household, how she can provide for her family in the future. But then it's also the past, too. Well, that's what I was saying. They're all going to exist, but which one is consistent in the beginning, in the middle, and the end? Um, any other? Is everybody okay with the future? I can take it. I can, is it? I was just going to say, I can take a stab at it, but I have no idea. But, uh, about which? Oh, I mean, I'm just learning this whole thing. But. Right, right, but you were going to make a stab at, at which yeah. one? Yeah, because when I was looking at this, how the situation, how things are changing, because okay. things are changing in that moment because she's about to lose the house, the situation that it is. Then you go with the uh, influence character, in, impulsive responses. I mean, he's pretty erratic towards her for, you know, like strangles her and like, I don't know if that's, if I'm on the right track or not, but I'm just kind of. Okay, and well, that, um, you, again, what you want to do is, you, it's easy to find inst an, an instant for each of these because yeah. the way that these types work that, that this level, uh -huh. effectively you'll explore one per act. Okay. So act one, you know, if you look at the middle act as being, instead of, you know, the first half of it and the second half with the <coughs> midpoint, we just see them as one, two, three, four. So it's okay. same number of pieces in the traditional three act way of looking at it. It's just that what Dramatica does is it defines what you're exploring in there because it changes from act to act or from quadrant to quadrant, as opposed to just saying, well, we start here, we then go someplace else, and then we come back to this other place. Um, so that's why it's important to come up with an example that may be from the beginning, the middle, and the end, and then it's saying, okay, it's consistent, this is the focus, and you were doing just that. You were saying here, in the beginning of the story, she's concerned about, concerned about this, in the middle of the story, she's concerned about that, and the end of the story, she's essentially concerned about that. So I think, you know, if you were to do a how things are changing um, argument, <clears throat> you've got one. So, you know, are there other places that you see? Um, going to, um, I mean, the activity doing, um, she's, uh, that's the overall story, right? Right. So that you, then you'd be thinking of the, you know, the daughter searching for her father. Searching for her father, exactly. And or think, the snitch, whatever. And I think the uh, when you come to the impulsive responses, I mean, she doesn't know what she's going to come up against when she's trying to find out where her father is. All the people she's in contact and she gets beat up. But, it, but each of these, see, the, the one thing, let me just stop you really quickly. Okay. Um, not She's not going to be the focus of each of these. So that's why the main character right. one right. is about her. The influence character is a big Right, so you'd be looking at what, what how does... What, what's it, what is affecting um, teardrop. teardrop as it might influence Re? You know, so how does his behavior potentially influence her or affect her? And in the relationship, you know, this is the whole development of the kin, you know, which starts off essentially they're more or less estranged. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, he treats her like <clears throat> she's a stranger. And then by the end, 
they are, you know, he's a replacement father, effectively. Um, and uh, I mean, certainly to certainly the patriarch, he becomes, he does adopt the patriarch <coughs> position, uh, and therefore the responsibility to exact revenge in some future time. Um, so that's why each of those domains have a different perspective. And so when you want to make the look at the examples in those perspectives, um, it's also in the overall story, it's good to look at uh, characters that are other than the main character, even though the main character might be the protagonist, because it's just so easy to slip into main character mode. So think about, okay, what are the other family members doing? What's the sheriff doing? What's the batter hunting? How do they fit in? What, what, what conflict or, you know, how do they, you know, relate to, you were talking about doing, if it was a, how things are changing. So what are they doing that's causing trouble? Um, as opposed to, you know, a doing is both, you know, acting and not acting. You know, it's maybe you're supposed to be doing something that you're not. Um, if you were, if, if it's the future in the main character, then that would mean the overall story would be in obtaining. And if everybody's concerned about finding out what went on, I mean, that certainly seems to be consistent with just about every single person. It's like nobody wants her to find out what happened to her father because they don't want it to lead to whatever the cause was for her father to be dead. Um, you know, and, and that would be every act you can see, there's people concerned with her, you know, gaining information or preventing her from gaining that information. Um, and that's why, so if you were going to make that argument for doing, you'd want to do the same exact thing for how everybody is trying to, what they're doing is creating trouble. Um, and it it's doesn't I don't think that sounds quite like what we see all of the time. You'll see her activities <coughs> particularly later on start creating conflict. But um, although she's she's she runs into you know, she's going around at the beginning and everybody's like saying, Shut up, go away, don't talk about this, don't look at this. Um, you know, but then the other the other things that we look at there, you know, there's going to be coming eventually coming to some sort of understanding or misunderstandings. You see a lot of that, you know, just try to, I don't understand what's going on. You know, you, you, uh, the daughter doesn't understand why the family is treating her this way or what has happened. Um, gathering information, essentially learning, learning about what, you know, Essentially, she's trying to she's trying to gather gather for this that whole gathering information segment. Well, I've almost or, thought the where whole, she's being blocked at each. I thought almost for a while I thought the whole movie was going to be where it was going to be a learning movie because it was the act of trying to learn that was creating all the issues. I'm kind of predicting that's going to be a benchmark, or that's going to be the, the benchmark now. It but for be. so much of it, it was like. The knocking on the doors was causing the problem. Right, just the act of... of yeah, of, just the act of trying to learn what happened to her dad was the problem. Yeah, I think you're talking about snooping and keeping your mouth shut. And, yeah. 
And she has a lot of problems with the present, too. But I, I would say the military thing, she's not looking towards the future, because she's like, I need I, the money now. When, and then when, when it get, looks like it's, it's in like the future, that's weeks, a problem. So you get 15 to 82 weeks. She's like, well, oh, I don't get the 40 grand right now? OK, see ya. Thanks. <laughs> OK. Seems like she's more focused there. <clears throat> well, yeah, they need to eat now. They don't hunt the squirrels to learn how to feed later. They hunt the squirrels to eat now, right? Yeah. Um, and and even in the beginning, it's like she sells, she gives the horse away because she can't deal with it now. She can't. She can't feed, feed it. it. Um, they're hungry now, but because that's why the brother wants to ask for food. The army thing is great. I hadn't thought about it that way. That's totally right. Um, and that's in a completely different act. Right. Um, I think, and the squirrel hunting is a different act. Mm -hmm. And that's also, um, it's not relevant. That is the wrong through line. Just <laughs> um, trying to think of, and then, and then it's, why didn't, why, are you going to kill me now is a present thing. I'm stuck in your barn. barn. Are you going to kill me now? And that's very present to me. All right, and then let's uh, if that's if we're gonna look at that, let's finish the the quad. So what about our um, influence character? That would mean he would be in the contemplation quadrant. Right. Um, he doesn't want to know. Don't think about this. Don't you don't want to know? And like you said, he's really comfortable not knowing. Not even thinking about it. He's the only one who has the luxury of not having to think. Yeah. Um, All right, and and then that means the relationship is in conceiving an idea. Conceiving an idea, right? Which is what you can want, need, you want should do. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, the permission. Yeah, exactly. So, so yes, yeah, do you think of? A, can we think of ourselves as a family again? Is that how you're yeah. saying that? Yeah, that would be the more elaborate way I think of doing it for like. Yeah. Getting the idea that they're a family, I always default to getting the idea that's <laughs> conceived that we could be together again. And I think she's like, oh, we get to be a family again at the end. And he's like, eh, <clears throat> why don't you hold on to it for me? Meaning, I ain't coming back, but I think that's... Toes up. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, don't get too close. Yeah. Right. I think that actually I love the subtext of I can't play the banjo, I'm not your dad. Yeah. It's so like that's why I want Sunday. <laughs> so good. So how does that sound to everyone? Does that sound like it might be a now one of the things to look at and a way to educate yourself in terms of making choices if it's if something weighs more or less evenly or you're not really sure, is to look what's underneath it, to look what's what's supporting it. Mm -hmm. So for instance, in we were just talking about in the manipulation quadrant, which is where, or psychology quadrant, which is where the um, relationship is between Teardrop and Re. Um, so this is the kin, the kinship through line. Um, about the under conceiving, you have permission, deficiency, need, and expediency. So these are really close to, you know, sort of what, another way of looking at this, can, need, want, should. You know, what can I do, what should I do, what do I need, uh, what do I want? And, you know, he seems, especially um, Teardrop seems to be really focusing on that, what are your absolute necessities, you know, 
I'm not going to, you know, we, you shouldn't be allowed to do this or I can't allow you to do that. Um, and, you know, she's seeing the deficiencies in the relationship that, you know, he's not a very good uncle and or brother or, or whatnot. And, you know, I don't need permission for you from you to to go forward and that being you know these are all sources of conflict between them you can you can almost create dialogue you know from those kinds of arguments that they might have or discussions they might have um, uh, and then if we look up in re because we weren't really looking at the present you've got in that you've got work versus attempt. Now work is doing what you what's within your expected abilities. Attempt is trying to do something that's sort of beyond what you are normally have been able to do. So you don't know if it's a for sure work. It's kind of like oh yeah, I, I do that all the time. You know, kind of like I mean in in Star Wars when they're talking about shooting the the um, the Death Star, you know, that little hole, and and Luke says, oh, yeah, I used to shoot Womp Rats on my T-16 back home that was smaller than that. So it's like, oh, yeah, uh, that's work. You know, I, that's not like some, oh, I'll try to do that. It's like, no, I, you know, now, granted, I don't think he's do, doing it with people trying to kill him, but um, that's not from, I mean, that's not where he is in the story, but I'm just saying that that's the kind of thing where you you find, you know, that's something that's well within this his abilities. Uh, and then attraction and repulsion. Um, the squirrel would be repulsion, right? You've got to, you've got to gut the squirrel and pull the skin off it and all that kind of stuff. How is that, how is that her issue? Well, she's got to teach her brother to do it. About getting over, getting past being, you know, you've got to do, you've got to basically, the world's ugly and you got to do th ugly things sometimes, just get used to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we're—I mean, I'm not sure how we're, we're maybe not maybe attraction and repulsion aren't the thematic. Though that doesn't seem to be thematic pair. Work and attempt seem to be a little closer. Well, to, you could if you wanted to. You, I don't. It would be the drugs and stuff like that. She doesn't want it. But that's definitely not part of her through life. No, but I think it helps her stand apart from everybody else in that community. Okay. Well, let's look at openness, delay, choice, and preconception. Just to why? Do you need all? Know, do you need all four uh, at the issue level? Do all four have to be justified, or is it just? Well, just well, 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 there will be one like in any of these. One of them will be a standout. That's the one you you want to focus on, and its counterpoint will be sort of like essentially that a counterpoint. So, if, for example, um. Let me pick something that's not it. So I'm gonna pick something in the past. So looking at prediction versus interdiction. If the focus was on prediction, in other words, that somebody's made some dire predictions about your behavior, the counterpoint is, well, maybe something will intercede on your, on your behalf that can mitigate that. So maybe it's not all as doom and gloom as that you know, the, as that soothsayer said, or the, you know, the gypsy told you that that made that dire prediction. Um, gypsies. What? <laughs> I'm just thinking werewolves. No, I know. Gypsies are always a problem. Yeah. 
know. Well, no, they, but they, they tend to have that that stick. Um, but then with Fate and Destiny, though, we would, you wouldn't need to justify those. It would just it would just be the pairing of prediction and prediction, correct? Or would would Fate and Destiny? Well, what do you? Would you okay. I'm so just saying when trying to identify the, at the issue. Uh, when you're saying when we're trying to identify the concern and going down the level. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, no, what you want to do is you say, okay, if I'm looking at the concern, so I'm looking at the present, and I think it's the present, well, do I see in the story? Do I see my main character, you know, concerned with work or attempting something or being attracted or repulsed, attraction being going toward or something being coming toward you or being pushed away from or you pushing away repulse. Um, do those collectively seem to be in the exploration of my main character's story in my through you know through line if they collectively seem to be stronger than and if it was the future if that was her concern you know openness preconception delay and choice um, then I would say, oh, well, that might make that might tip the scale, if I'm sort of on the fence with both of them. Particularly if you're writing a story, and you don't know which way, it's kind of like a way of getting more information about what else do I, what what am I, when I make this choice, what are the ramifications? Because you're going to be selecting from the group that's below it. I mean, you can even go down to the element level and say, these elements are the one I want want to explore, and I don't really care what the theme is. <laughs> You know, I want these themes, I want these elements, and I want these instead of, and, and whatever theme, I can make it work. Um, so that's how you can use that when I was talking about making a choice. So I was already sort of past that, and we were just discussing specific themes, which I'm glad you got me back to that. Um, so if we do look at the future, which is probably the other area where we have the strongest argument, um, I'm not, again, I'm not sure... Uh, you know, because I, it, if you look down in the overall story in the relationship, that would be changing one's nature. I really don't see that discussion going on in the in the about kin. You know, they're not talking about. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be about changing one's nature. All though the change in the nature of their kinship is there, but it doesn't seem to be there all the time. Um, especially in the first act, that does not even where he's basically throttling her. And I'm, I'm a little confused at where you're at now. I'm looking at the relationship through line, manipulation, and the concern of changing one's nature. Because that was the that's that's the pairing that goes with the future and obtaining. Right. Okay. Right. I'm just trying to see. You know, are we going with the present? And all of that implies, or are we going to look at the one that's the future? Because the if it was changing one's nature, the conflict would be if only we were considered closer family members, we wouldn't be having this struggle. And that isn't right. It's kind of like changing the nature of the family structure. The fa or what did the family? What means family? And that's that's really not at all the discussion. You know, getting an idea of you know coming conceiving an idea. It's like okay, can we figure out? what our family is how can we make our family work you know what, what is the what is it what is it that means to be family yeah doesn't you say at the beginning oh i guess blood doesn't mean anything yeah and it's like that it's an idea more than a right thing that and that's the idea that where the two of them have conflict yeah 
where she thinks it does, and he's like, nope, not it, not me. Um, which is which is what allows him to sort of just separate himself from his brother. Yeah, so, um, so I although I'm, you know, looking at changing ones, I guess in the sense of becoming, and, it, and that's in the sense of becoming one with, um, achieving an identity. Well, then what you're looking at is then trying to achieve the identity of being the family, and that's what that but means. I think you might see that in one act, but I don't think you see it all the way through the story. So I'm not trying to say it's not there. I absolutely think it is. I just don't think it's consistently from beginning to end. I think if you're going to say, the goal of our kin is to become something stronger. I don't think that that is not, when in that first act, when we see her, him throttling her, that's not even on the table, right? Certainly it seems closer toward the end of the story that that might be where it's going. But that, you know, it's a well, might that, be. that first act starts out with her expectation that he should be honoring that. And, and right, but the expectation is there's this idea of blood is thicker than water. Right. Blood is, you know, you you stick with your kin. Right. And he's completely dismissing it. He's completely saying not does not relate to to me even though he's he is in fact kin. And that's why in terms of like anything the the relationship between them starts off where they're at very far apart and they grow together. It's like other stories, you can have people start together and then everything falls apart, right? Um, so it just happens to be the, the dynamic here is that they're, you know, they're effectively two separate families, and ultimately, it's not the, the fact that their family changes, it's the fact that priorities change. His priority is, you know, the blood, blood does become more important than business and more important than other things that are in his life and keep, keeping quiet or not not sticking your neck out or not looking or whatever self-preservation yeah so I, I, any other questions I'm gonna I'm gonna make an executive decision and I'm gonna suggest that we we go with the um, present yeah. gathering information or learning quadrant um, is that okay yeah yeah for sake of let's move on. Um, Although I can't say in the overall story that I'm, I love stories that are in the overall stories that are in the prerequisites, preconditions, strategy, analysis. It just, it really sounds dry. Um, that doesn't mean it's not fully wonderful, but it's really dry. Um, it's Sundance. It's. So now let's. I, so let's let's look over over at our main character because I think that she might be a little juicier to figure out what's going on. I have a cool one for the overall story. Huh? I have a cool juicy bit for the overall story. But after you do the main character. Well, I I'm willing to go wherever you guys want to go. So I if you got a juicy bit for the the no, OS. I do main character. Yeah. All right. Cool. So it's if you look within the present, mm -hmm. um, we have. And what I do is I tend to zoom in, and so I show the issues and the elements, so I can see what's what's inside the issues, since I'm going to be choosing an issue. Um, so with with work, you get certainty, potentiality, deduction, and induction. 
with the track. I already know what I'm doing. Um, attraction, proaction, reaction, acceptance, not acceptance, repulsion, probability, possibility, reduction, and production, and attempt, inaction, protection, evaluation, and reevaluation. So one of these um, issues is going to be the thematic focus. So that thematically, we're going to be exploring one of them. And then it, by inference, it's counterpoint. But within that, the elements, one of those is going to be the source of conflict, one's going to be the solution, one's going to be the apparent conflict. In other words, if you asked Re what is going on, that's the one she would say is really truly driving the, the, pro, the story, or driving her. Um, and then the, the parents, the parent uh, redress or, or um, response to that, which would be the uh, uh, the, the fourth element. So, anybody have a recommendation? <clears throat> the nice thing is, we can make a choice, we can back out, for, you know, it makes it really easy. But I just wanted to, I don't have a, I don't have a horse in this race, so I'm not, I'm not trying to lead it in a particular direction. I feel like the, based off the problem elements, attraction works for me. Okay, and uh, can you support um, that a little bit? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm doing more of the problem elements. I mean, I, I think proaction is, I feel like that's probably the best schedule. Like, everything she's doing is proactive as far as family's concerned, trying to keep it together, trying to get. Um, so, but, so you're saying proaction is what's causing conflict for her, is what's yeah. motivating her? Yes. Yeah, it's not the overall story, it's the. Right. Um, I would say she, you know, some of them response, um, you know, she's worked to be asked, you know, what am I, um, what, what's the problem is that everyone wants, you know, me to accept that I have to deal with, like, the crap that my dad left with me or whatever this horrible situation is that I've been left with and I, you know, so her response is I'm not going to accept that, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to, um, to uh, remedy the situation. Um, and reaction is a steadfast, I think. Um, well, it doesn't come into play. Right. Yeah, because she's a steadfast, she, right. she never right. resolves her her core drive, her right. core motivation. Right. It's just uh, makes it just, it's her, what is it? It just uh, doesn't it deter her or makes her. It would be the thing that would satisfy, that, that, would, that would remove her drive. Right, right. Quite so it would demotivate her. Um, and and how would you see it? How does attraction fit? Um, I think I'm saying she's attracted. Um, I'm attracted to. I am attracted to the idea. Of, I'm attracted to this notion of family that she. Um, that she holds on to strongly, something of that nature. So attraction is being, you know, is dr being drawn to or drawing something to. And can you give any examples in the in the film? Um, for MC, um, I mean, I think just everything she, maybe everything she does with her brother and sister, it's like attracting everybody closer to this you know, family cohesive unit. Um, Maybe even her uncle, you know, it's 
I mean, and this is as far you know, as far as uh, her MC, I think there's some level of like uh, attraction as far as just again this concept right, your family that she has. Um, yeah. Well, I think she already. I mean, okay. My 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 only caveat with your explanation is that um, from a from an, an attraction point of view, um, all right. Um, I, I mean, I I don't I don't see that. I see there's an example of it in the one scene where they're kind of looking at her is, oh, maybe you are kind of cute. It's like the one scene that that happens. Yeah, there is that one that clearly, I mean, she's she's a really attractive young girl and nobody says anything about it except the one scene when they're basically trying to intimidate her. Um, and that is like over in a second. Interrupted, fortunately. But I think, now, I'm going to do one exception to the pro-action part. No. Okay, and this is, well, never mind, I'm not. I'm going to hold off on that. Um, any support? Any counters? Alternatives? Jim? Is that where you were going? No. All right. Uh, I'm definitely wrong. Then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not necessarily. Well, sure you is. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Whoa! Oh, you know, I'm a little kidding. repulsion here. <laughs> uh, that's my issue. I'm very much into reduction. Um, no, I would say her issue, because the attraction isn't like where her actual problem is, like where she feels conflict. The conflict is her trying to do something that she just doesn't, shouldn't be doing, has no business doing, and the the whole thing about. Um, you, you shouldn't ask for something that should be given to you. Like her whole thing is inaction. Like that's what's motivating her throughout everything. She's not a detective. She's not a what? A detective? <laughs> well, I'm talking personally, like her personal sort of stuff. It's just like you're inactive, you're inaction, and when people are being inactive, that motivates her to to actually do something. When somebody's nice enough to bring over food, and, like protects the family, then she's like, oh, okay, yeah, thanks. That's that's really nice. Right, and that there's no, no need to. Now, how are you? How are you tying that into your overall story? Well, then, so if the if inaction is her problem, yes, then that means the overall story issue is preconditions, which Nick brought up, which is what he meant to say, <laughs> <laughs> was the family code, the whole code in that community. That's all preconditions. That whole issue is like everybody just keeps their mouth shut. You don't say a thing, and that's just the way it is around here. And that, you know, when you go against that, that's when you actually create problems. Right. That's not acceptable. And so, if if you're going to go around evaluating, we're going to make you reevaluate with the swift kick in the face, that kind of thing. And which that means the problem is acceptance. Yeah, because everybody, including John or um, <coughs> Teardrop. It's completely motivated just to accept the whole situation, like this is just the way things are. And that's what's creating the problem is nobody, nobody's actually, <clears throat> everybody's going along with the unspoken rules of like, just keep your mouth shut, don't say anything, until at the very end, you know, he, he finally 
He he grows because I don't think he does that flip change thing. But he he starts to not accept. Oh no no he's it's it's not a yeah he's not he's a like, uh, like when he takes the axe and you're like whoa what the <laughs> he yeah. starts smashing the window. He's not accepting the the situation. Right it's it's a it's a um, not a leap of faith it's more of a creep of faith type of thing. Yeah yeah. And I, the one that I really like I thought was really nice was the relationship story thing. I'm going to just pop over the story engine. Yeah. Okay, the relationship, which of course we're down to single story. The issue is uh, deficiency, right? So yeah. So that's the brothers, the dad's gone slash brothers, so there's an emptiness in the family. So it's like, how can we... Well, yeah, there's a definitely a <clears throat> hole. There's a hole there. And the, and she's also not filling it. She can't fill it adequately. Right. right. And, and the problem, I think, is possibility, right? The problem is p- probability. It's not possibility? No, the solution is possibility. Oh, shit. All right. I have to rethink that one. <clears throat> so the problem is, what's the likelihood? What's likely going to happen? This is in the relationship. Like in the relationship. Yeah. Well, okay, then I'll just twist my words around because those words are really close. But, like, uh, probability, you're probably going to get yourself killed if you don't <coughs> shut up. Uh, in all likelihood, we're not going to be together as any kind of a family. There's no way this is ever going to work. And at the end, there's a possibility that I might come back, so why don't you just hold on to the banjo? And there's a chance we might be family, but that's not really going to happen. Yeah. Right. I also think possibility, sometimes I think even in the past tense, and so it's like, well, this would have worked, except I'm going to go off. Like, oh, now that I've come okay. around, this would have worked. We could have been a family, except I figured out who it is. Well, no. Kill this guy. Right, but it's like, yeah, we could make this work. Right. And then you, then you can, it, the minute you look to it too, but I've got this other thing, that's you're already starting the next story. Right. <laughs> that's a good point. And that's in the storytelling, it takes that next step yeah. to indicate he's not going to be, he's not okay with it. It's funny, she has a very little reaction to that. She must know what he means. Yes, she does, and, and she knows that that's part of the family code. But she doesn't have a like. <clears throat> so she, she's. I think she's on board with it. She knows that that's what he's got to do. She's his man. You know, back to when Modern said, "Don't you have any men who can handle this for you?" That's what the man's got to do, and he's part of the family now, and he's the man. Go take care of the revenge killing. Again, that's that works really well with the deficiency thing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't you have somebody? Don't you have a man who could do this? Well, and the thing with attempt too, we didn't even talk about just an MC thing is that she's attempting to hold this family together, and she knows that she can't. You know. Well, she doesn't know she can't, but it certainly isn't in her. It's it's outside <laughs> of her experience. You know, and I mean, because you can't yeah. say that she can't because she does. But at the same time, you're right, but at the same time, there's the, the resources are dwindling. So at a certain point, she's got it. Well, but that's, gonna, that's yeah. the nature of attempt. Yeah. Attempt is about going that extra mile, even though you know that it's outside your... Your wheelhouse. Yeah, your, your experience. Yeah. You know, it may fail, but that's why it's an attempt. If it was something that was a sure thing, that would just be work. You know, it's just, oh, yeah, I do this all the time, you know, and that, you know, work can be a drudge. 
So you can have work be a problem or, you know, just like you're gonna have attempt to be a, a challenge because it's not it, it's not a sure thing and if you if you fail you have pretty high consequences. Can I ask, so Jim, when you're saying inaction is the problem for MC, so you're saying that her source of drive is other people's inaction, like what other people are not doing, so that's what like gets a fire on her butt to make her go and like do whatever she needs to do, is that the idea? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would say that, and then there's also the positive part of it where she tells him not to beg. So you, right, just, right. you just, you shouldn't um, ask for what... Right, so in other words, you need not to act. That's, that is really important for per, for personal, for you personally, because again, the context is sort of personal. Right. So personally, you need to not ask. Because okay. okay. especially <clears throat> says, you don't ask for something that you should be getting, you're given. Mm-hmm. Um, or that should be offered. But yeah, that should never be offered. Ask for never for ought to be offered. You never ask right. for it ought to be offered, right. So it's not good language. <laughs> she had great yeah, but it's great dialogue. <laughs> well, we see a little bit of inaction, or at least she, she voices for inaction at the end also when she talks to the sheriff and says, I don't talk about you ever. Right. Well, yeah, she, the thing is, personally, you know, it's, it, she is, what motivates her is when, when, um, I mean, her, she's motivated to try to keep things the way they are. Yeah. You know, it's not, not, but not because of um, inertia, but just she's mm-hmm. found that if I just don't do anything, maybe if it, and it, sometimes that makes me, you know, um, motivated to essentially. What she finds when, when if you what's the uh, the main character symptom? So essentially, if you look at, she sees an evaluation that she thinks is unfair, or or wrong, and so what she does is she says, okay, so this is what the evaluation is. What did it used to be? And and why is it different now? And that's that's where I, how I can find out what's going on here. I think the prime example is not giving the kids away, keeping the family, because she keeps getting offers, well, we'll take this one and we'll take that one. Right, but then she's, but, and then she looks, it's like, well, why are we getting that offer now as opposed to, you know, how is that going to change the way our family is, or, you know, what, that's, that's the, you know, because it's like, oh, that's a good offer. She, she thinks, she's very suspect of that offer, so she's, so the way she evaluates it is, where you know what what is it that's different why are we getting and why him and not what about happens to you know ashley ashley and she does that to her friend too she goes this isn't the girl i used to know Uh and then makes that girl different when you're married (laughs) it is and by the way the baby needs to take a nap so you need to leave Right, and she constantly is putting herself in places and not doing anything. You know, she's driven to just absorb it. Like when she gets beaten up and she's laying there. She doesn't try to make an attempt to escape or whatever. She's like completely, okay, I'm going to just let happen what's going to happen. That's what inaction looks like. 
Yeah, I think Gandhi. That's the easy one. That, that, that's the easiest yeah. way. Is, Gandhi. It's Gandhi. Okay. You know, because he wasn't just about. It's not being non-responsive. It's, you know, if you get beaten on, you absorb it. So, so it, it's not just being neutral. It's that if there's negative, negative or positive, you just are taking it in and don't act based on it. No reaction. No react. Yeah. No, yeah. No. It's inaction. Right. And sometimes it takes a lot of effort to not act on it. And that's why for her, it's very easy for her to say, I'm not going to say anything because that's, that's how she works. She doesn't give anything away for free. You know, and it's like, for her, it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. And because her personally, that's her approach. Her role as a protagonist has a completely different function. And that's where she gets sort of she gets herself into those scrapes, mostly as a protagonist, and she seems to get a lot of get out a lot of them either through someone else's help or by her the nature of her main character's personality. I think one of the things too, just in the storytelling, where this really affected it is that at the end, teardrop really becomes so so much the protagonist that he's like, <clears throat> he wakes her up, come with me, she sits in the truck, he does the acts, and it's almost like they let her MC-ness bleed over, and he takes over this role. Right, because I, she she gets probably basically more and more in action. Yeah. You know, stronger and stronger, so that by the end, when she's basically says, I, nah, I'm not going to do anything, they believe her. Right, because they've sort of been putting her through the paces, and it's like, okay, yeah, all right, that's yeah. incredible. And they do a good handoff, like they, Thumb says she's yours now, and he becomes the, he he sort of absorbs oh, the power. Yeah, and then that's he interesting. The, he he does become the protagonist. the protagonist at that. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I remember the first time I saw this in, like, 2010 or 2011, that really jarred me that suddenly he took over the movie. And it, bug, it didn't bother me this time as much. Well, I think you understood it maybe a little more. You're wiser. I don't know. <laughs> or it wasn't a surprise. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but but I, but I also, like, I noticed, because I was pre-analyzing, I noticed the handoff because I knew what was coming. And I think that's the other reason that it wasn't so weird. Right. Yeah. 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 I was just noticing on the same inaction part, it was Merib that came to take her to, to her father. And she didn't even want to chop the hand off. Right, it, right. Guys, I won't say force her to. Right, and she didn't. All she did was hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I think mean, that's why I'm saying it, it's sort of like she, as a steadfast character, she gets stronger, you know, more and more and more. <laughs> she holds on to that motivation stronger and stronger and stronger because that ultimately is the only thing she has left. Um, she, because she, she, you know, that's the nature of what a steadfast character does. They, all characters, all main characters have the op, go through the process where it's it's different if it's a change character and it's steadfast only in where you start in the process. For a change character, the backstory is they've gone, they were introduced to a conflict. And there is a sort of a path choice to make. 
and they choose a path and then they keep on going and going and going until the point where ultimately it becomes they they they, they get themselves into some sort of a um, a, a place where it's uh, they can no longer see what the original problem was. It's, they're blinded to it. They essentially create a little black hole and they can't see it, which is why they can't just go, oh, I'm going to change, because it all has to tear down. And for us, So that's what a steadfast character story is really about. It's about, at the beginning of the story, she's given a choice of how to approach the fact that her dad's missing and they may lose the family house. And she, you know, chooses to go on, you know, stronger and stronger and stronger, and ultimately she becomes, she, you know, essentially owns it. You know, by the end of the story, she is lady in action. I mean, you know, she, I mean, really, she is. I mean, did you point out to the point where, you know, and you just point out with the, you know, here's the solution to your, your family's problem take the horns and do it. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna do anything. It's like, okay, fine. You just hold it and we'll do all the work. Um, and if in some stories that the amount of effort that that's, gets them to that point, it essentially can create this little black hole so they're no longer considering it. That's sort of the, their baseline. That's the way they see the world. And at some point for her, if being an inactive character, someone who's motivated by inaction, is a becomes tr problematic. So let's say five years down the line, there's some external threat to the family, and her reaction is like pretty much everybody else in that community, which is you don't do anything. <laughs> you know, you be quiet. You just you know stay out of it. Well, then her inaction suddenly becomes a real problem, a real real personal issue that would be challenged by probably, you know, an influence character that has, you know, coming in with um, a perspective that's going to be uh, challenging that based on the other other way of looking at it. So you've got this divergent, this, this choice at the beginning that essentially leads to a blind spot and then a change character you have the tearing down of those justifications that are built up in the built in the backstory, and ultimately, a change character gets to see. Oh, look! Here's the problem, and here's the symptom. I can see they're two different things. I thought the symptom was a problem. I see that there's actually this something that's behind it, and there's the solution is the other path I could have chosen way long ago. Which way? Which way do I want to go? I'm going to try the way I didn't take last time, effectively, and that's what the that's what the influence character that's what the you know the crucial element is. If you read the theory book, there's this thing called the crucial element. That's actually what the crucial element is. The influence <clears throat> character in the overall story represents that alternative path. So it's just this way that they're all interconnected, and and that's why the influence character has has that influence because they represent, you know, it's like, hey, I, I, this is, this is how you should have gone the first time, but, you know, they don't say that, but that's what they represent. Even though that the way it shows up is completely not at all, it doesn't look the same. It's because it's coming through a different perspective. Anyway. So I have a question as long as we're talking about paths. Um, I, 
seem to phrase right track, wrong track, wrong track. And I'm thinking that the way that that works is if you have in in Dramatica. Yes. Okay. In, in, if you have a steadfast character with a success good, that means on the right track. Right. This is a yeah. I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll let you and, finish. And if you have a changed character who was on the right track, but they changed, um, that will be a failure bad story. Right. Okay. So. The issue is, and right track, wrong track, again, when you start doing the combinations of things, it becomes sort of subjective about the language that we d describe it. So we're saying, assuming, with the assumption that um, having things work out well is the right track, that's, that is the assumption, Yes. all right? Based on that, if you're a steadfast character and you end up in the right place, then that was that was good. That was the right track. If you're a change character and you end up in the right place, that's also good. But if you're a steadfast character and you end up in the wrong place, that's bad. If you're a change character and you change and you end up in a bad place, that's also bad. So it's kind of like that's what the that's essentially the apparent dilemma and the actual dilemma and the, yeah apparent work and actual work um, and. It's just a way of sort of slicing a little bit different that it looks a little bit more like the audience senses it. This seems like that's the woulda, coulda, shoulda kind of way of looking at it because the story form is always about what is. It's not about what should be, what could be. It's always about what is the, what is the story. Um, and that's one of the reasons it's very difficult because you know when you're creating, you're thinking about, oh, well, it could go this way or it could be that, and et cetera. And the story form doesn't allow for that. You know, it's it's kind of like, well, sure. When you're telling the story, you can you want to you can set it up so it looks like all those things. But after it's all done, this is how it ends up. Yeah. So what you were saying earlier was the change. Uh, is there, is it, the change characters were once upon a time. I'm sorry. The, I, I just can't hear you, I'm sorry. Oh, the change character was previously a steadfast character, right, earlier? In their backstory? In their backstory. Oh, yeah. In, in other words, in a, in a change character, they had to, you're essentially saying they have some issue. Well, it came from the backstory. It was, it was created in the backstory. If you want to see that in a movie, watch Iron Man. They have a really short backstory movie where they set up his how he got to be where he is and in that case it's a change character he was a real a certain way and he goes and he changes and now he's effectively a steadfast character um as i think he is yeah yeah i think that's the way he is um and but but that backstory explains why now he is going on this path so it, it pretty much goes change steadfast change that fast change. if it's if it's kind of along the same line if it's along a different line, then it's, you know, different inequity line, then it could be anything. But it's sort of like you're saying, for along different, like through overall through line, you mean? Or right. So for instance, let's look at let's look at teardrop. Okay. So he goes change, and he was he was. It's arguable if he was in a good place or, <laughs> but he was at least in a in a in a place where, it seemed that, things were. Um, 
probably not good because he had all these things, all these trying to, he was sort of juggling a lot of things to keep from being disrupted. And that's what was torn down. And ultimately he's a, he, he is a changed person. So whatever that backstory was between he and his brother and that, that, that rift, that's what set him up for what happens in this film. Now, going forward with, okay, you know, winter's I'm going to, yeah, Winter's, <laughs> winter's Bone, yeah, Winter's Graveyard. Um, the, uh, you know, it would seem that he's probably going to be one of those steamroller, steadfast characters who goes and cleans out the bad part of the family or whatever. But it doesn't seem like, he could have him as a change character. It would just be, you know, really weird having this character keeping on, like, going through these fundamental emotional paradigm shifts. You can do it. Um, it becomes a little unbelievable. It just looks like he's quite unsteady and can't really stick to anything. So can you, can you for me, like, how is she a change character? How is she? Yeah. I think she's one where she doesn't have, there is no inequity. See, a lot of steadfast, a lot of steadfast characters, he, before he finds out who killed his brother, he's okay. And then he finds out. And that's what's the start of the next story. Because the inequity has been introduced. See, he's an, I'm a, I'm a person who doesn't want to know anything, but now I'm a family man, family man. I still don't want to know anything, but I'm a family man. But now I got this external information about my family. And because I'm a family man, I have to act on it. So that's what I'm saying. It's a new inequity that, that, that you could lead into a new story. No, I get it. I just, um, it sounds like with a steadfast character, they don't necessarily have change in their backstory. They don't have to, no. They, they can. Uh, you can have somebody like William Money, who basically, uh, uh, Unforgiven, okay. where in the backstory he changed. Okay. And, and then in this story, he changes back. Where, you know, the, in, in Unforgiven, his, the backstory was he was a, just a murdering, whoring, killing machine. He met his wife and fell in love, and she got him to commit to not to giving up his evil ways, and he did. And then she dies, and he's left as a hog farmer with two kids. And when the story starts, he is hog farming quite, I'm gonna say happily, but not unhappily, he's okay. But you know he's not really he's not really supporting the children the family well, but he's supporting them kind of. And then this opportunity to make some quick money by um, making you know, by by writing a wrong because that it's presented as here's this heinous act, you know that was committed by these bad guys against this innocent woman who happened to be a prostitute. Um, and he goes through the whole story trying to, basically trying not to kill anybody. He won't shoot the, the bad guys and only shoots the one to put him out of his misery because his 
near side, his uh, his uh, friend basically shoots him in the gut, and so he kills him so he doesn't have to go, you know, long miserable death. Um, and ultimately, he shoots the other guy because Billy the whatever his name is, the, not Billy the kid, but the 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 other one that's with him. Has is completely nearsighted and can't shoot anything, and and so it's essentially he shoots him so that that guy doesn't shoot him. Only after little Bill, what little Bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kills his friend and hangs up his body at, in the middle of town. That was a bridge too far, and then he basically reverts back to his old killing machine. So that one, the backstory was he changed, and then in this one, he changes. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't become a killer again. He goes off and becomes a a, a, uh, a merchant in San Francisco, a successful merchant in San Francisco. So you know he's he his wife still sort of has an effect on him, but he's definitely no longer the same guy that he was. Were you presuming that everyone changes roles in, in the story, that the change characters in the backstory become steadfast and the steadfast characters well, that's what are the I was, same? I was, I was asking that because that's how it was. That's how it, was it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it's the easiest way if you're going to be following someone. However, usually if you've got like a large story that with multiple, you'll have other characters play the change characters. You know, like if you've got a series, you don't want your main character constantly, you know, having these midlife crises or, or these crises where they change. It just would be, they would just appear to be completely neurotic, um, you know, and, and unstable, you know. And, and it would sort of undermine the fact that they really, was that really a change? Because, look, I mean, it didn't take a whole lot for them. And here they're changing again. Now, it's, it won't be about the same thing. If you have it about the same thing, then basically you're just saying, I'm undoing everything I... Forget that argument that I made the last time. That was not right. This is a newer one. You know, this is an update to it. And then does it. If you have a, you know, but if you're having them dealing with some other problem, then you're basically telling this, creating this character that has all these different issues that they're dealing with. Um, which is possible, but it's, you know, these aren't the kinds of things that people go through a lot takes a lot to go through one, you know, in someone's life to go to work out these kinds of problems, which is why so many stories are about these kinds of problems because they are not simple. They're not little logistical problems. All right, so let's look at the story form before it gets way too late. Um, so we have the overall story uh, domain of activity and the concern of learning or gathering information. Um, and certainly, we see that with uh, our, you know, with the uh, the the daughter searching for her father, trying to find out what's going on, uh, and uh, having a very difficult time gathering information, getting a lot of pushback. Preconditions, as as uh, Jim said, you know, you don't talk about. Family, you don't talk about get basically give out anything about family matters, um, and you don't. Ex and if somebody breaks the 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 code, you punish them for it. 
Yeah, no, no exceptions. <laughs> um, the problem of acceptance, basically everybody's accepting something that is pretty intolerable. It's a really bad, um, but, you know, murder. Hey, it's fine. We're accept We're okay with that. Uh, and we're not going to tell anybody, tell the family what's happening. So what? They get thrown out on the, on the, the street or the... Into the woods. Into the woods. like a dog. Um, too bad. You know, the solution would be non-acceptance, essentially, you know, uh, no longer accepting that uh, silence, um, which is where I think, as you were saying, that's where the where Teardrop, as the brother, comes in. Yeah, he says we're going to go poke him where it hurts or something, and they smashes, makes it very public. He goes down where it and that's, is. And that's why the, and that is why, um, the matriarch says, "Let's do this." Essentially, we are. It's because it's 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 getting to. We can't accept the way it was because if we do, it's going to all come out. So we need to put an end to that by allowing, you know. Yeah, I mean, she says people are starting to talk or something. Uh, yeah, it's like word is getting out or something. Yeah. Someone's talking or something like that, yeah. Um, the symptom evaluation, uh, that you see that, I think, from the, uh, the sheriff, and you see that from uh, the, certainly the daughter, and eventually the uh, well, pretty much everybody's seeing that. You know, look, here's here's how things are, and you need to keep them the way they are. And she's like, no, you know, we need to we need to reevaluate how how we're doing that. Um, the catalyst of prerequisites. And I think that's probably, <clears throat> I think that's where we start getting into the, the um, he's got to show up for uh, the, tri uh, the, the right. court hearing. Um, you got to give me as evidence of, uh, of if he's dead, you know, yeah, prove that he's dead. Um, and I'd say we probably have one or two more of those that are probably peppered in there, big ones. Um, an inhibitor of attraction. Did you have any thought about that one? Um, so an inhibitor is the thing that's going to slow down the overall story development. In other <clears throat> words, the catalyst moves things, creates more conflict, and the inhibitor. Um, is the thing that is essentially like the brake pedal. That'll slow it down. You typically use those right before you're transitioning into, let's say, you're going to go over to the main character through line or one of the other through lines, because it allows you to, to slow the story down so that when it comes, you come back to it, it's kind of in the same place where you left it, or you, people don't expect a whole lot of to have happened. It's one of the reasons from a storytelling point of view, but you also need to have it in there just to show what's driving, you know, how the mechanics of everything are working. And well, attraction. He, Teardrop finally accepts her in, under his wing when he takes her out of the barn. And the story slows way down until he, 
and she takes the painkillers and all that kind of stuff until he shows up a couple of days later and says, I can't do that anymore. That's when they go and axe the car. Okay, so being drawn to something. Drawing or being drawn to something. So how are you seeing that? Well, he's drawn to her. He's oh, I see. To oh, her. I see. Drawn to family? Drawn to one of the as family? Yeah. Because, I mean, is that part of the comic, too? Is, like, when they start seeing her more as, like, family, they're, they're less prone to, like, want to kill her or be violent towards her? Is that... I mean, that sounds great. I'm trying to think of a specific example of that. Um, yeah, that would that is the kind of example that would certainly fit. If I, if we could think of a yeah, actually a filmic example. example. Um, and then the benchmark, while we're thinking about the benchmark, now one of the, the, this concept of a benchmark, as, a, as the story progresses, how do you know how far along you are toward the end? And the benchmark, in each through line, they have a benchmark. And the benchmark indicates pro essentially progress. So in this case, it's understanding, which could be both understanding and or misunderstanding. Now, clearly, the, the daughter is snooping around and asking questions, trying to understand. Now, well... She's trying to get, learn where her father is. So that's the, that's the goal. But we can see how well she's doing based on her, uh, her understanding of really what's going on behind the, the picture, right. which is none in the beginning. <laughs> she has no understanding of what's going on. And eventually, um, she gets to the point where she more or less understands, she certainly understands what where your father is. And she doesn't necessarily come to the point where she understands the the full import, although I think she does, but certainly Teardrop does. So, which is why at the end, he's like completely fully and to, to his um, unhappiness, fully aware of what happened to his, his uh, brother and therefore has to pursue it. Um, when we look at Re, we see her basically being, being defined, she's stuck. She's basically, she's, she's got, a, she's head of a household. Well, the head of the household's missing, so she's sort of taken over that, but she's she doesn't have the means. Um, she has a mother who's sick, as she says, and two dependent children no money, the house is about to be going away, and she's and she and her family are pretty much living hand to mouth, which is why it's focused on the present as opposed to the future. You know, she really is looking on. You know, day. You know, we, we see them moment by moment. Are they going to have enough food to eat? Um, you know, the fact that they, the the tree. Somebody comes in and starts cutting down their trees. But then that means that they have more squirrels available to us, you know, so they have more food. Um, and I think that that's what, it, what the repulsion part was, where we see repulsion. But that's when she just says, you know, with, and you were talking about the squirrel, her inaction. Basically, you just 
nope, it's gross, it's repulsive, but it's like, don't, you know, you just gotta suck it in and just not, have it not affect you. Um, and I think that's where you see in action as well. That's why um, the issue of attempt, she's gonna try to hold things together, but she's really struggling. It's something that she's really not equipped for. Uh, we talked about the problem solution and symptom response, the unique ability of work. And I think that is basically, she has all the skills, you know, the hunting skills, the cooking skills, the driving, the working, you know, all of those things that's necessary to um, keep the family alive. And the only reason it is a problem is that the house is gonna be taken away. Mm-hmm. Because once the house is no longer gonna be taken away, there is no, there's there's no trouble for her to run the house, run the, run the family. So that part, that's what makes her uniquely able to have this thing, you know, all work out. Um, and the fact that she's not really a threat to the rest of the family so long as she sort of plays the game. Um, her critical flaw is her strategy. In other words, the fact that she goes in and is head on and just pounding away at all of the other family members really is what causes potentially her to, you know, not get not get what she wants, um, un- and that it would undermine her efforts. Um, and her benchmark is the past. Okay, hmm. let me see that. Um, I think if you if you look at it, it looks like effectively over the course of the story, and this is really just the just and this is really just family stuff. How much of the past she's have she's having to give up? Mm-hmm. The father, all the the memorabilia, right. essentially. So by the end of the story, the past is gone. She had that. She has no more past. It's all now. That that's all. It's all history. It is. It is all wiped away. Literally, some of it's burnt up. Some of it's buried. Some of it's or given to the cops. Some of it's given to the cops. <laughs> right. And uh, which is also one of those things where when she gets the money, she doesn't know it. It's not even in her. She's not even thinking about something like that because everything's been sort of just all of her past just disappearing. And um, and even her uncle coming in, that's now. That's he's not been part of the, you know. They sure there was long path, but he was never really part of their family. It seems. So it's very interesting. I, I hadn't really thought of that, but I, you know, because I was wondering why do they have that? Oh look, here's all the pictures. Figure out which ones you want. This is the. You remember when Dad carved this? And then they're burning the pic. They're burning the crap. Yeah, that was weird. <clears throat> You know, well, the downside. Well, also, if, if, if they have to move, they right, can't take right. it all. You know, getting rid of the, the dad's stuff. I mean, it's all literally just sort of wiping out the past. And, and it comes right after she learns he's dead. Yeah. They are getting rid of the dead weight. I think she might start wearing some of his clothes. Some of, yeah, I think so. Uh, yes. <clears throat> so it all, again, it moves from the past into the present. So it moves, you know, out of the overall story, uh, the main character, and then just sort of into the, into, or the overall story. Um, our influence character fixed attitude and contemplation. 
in this case, it's sort of like, you know, thinking about things. He's just saying, don't. <laughs> do not think about this. Do not, do not even, yeah. You don't want to know about this? Don't think, do not even, you know, just. And the issue of doubt. Um, so for him, now I, it's like, I know what this is, but I'm, I'm trying to articulate it. Um, huh? No, I'm just asking oh. you to change the screen. Oh, the influence character. Yeah, the influence character has an issue of doubt. And I think that has to do with, um, for, for teardrop, it's see the doubt is concern and questioning validity without investigating to be sure. Um, I think that, you know, he, when it regards to the father, his brother, he probably has doubts about what maybe went on for the longest time. Um, and which is why at the end, he, there's no, no more doubt, which is why it's a different story. But it's kind of like there's always a there's always that doubt that maybe it wasn't the family that did it, maybe it was you know someone else or something else or whatever, and then you know so he's he's always got that almost as a way of escape, and it certainly seems to be the way that you know it, it seems to be that that release um, for him he's a change character so acceptance is a problem. So the fact that he's basically making that argument, you know, you've got to just accept it. <clears throat> Although he's going to be, if you asked him what the problem is, he's going to say deduction is, um, well, you know, it's almost like saying the logical conclusion would be. Yeah, but he doesn't want that. The no, problem he is doesn't. he doesn't want to deduce right. anything. No, he doesn't. And so it's like, well, you know, if induction is sort of the process of saying, well, what are the... Um, <laughs> Induction is certainty. Induction is um, possibility. So instead of instead of I know my, I, I'm pretty sure my de my brother's dead, but rather than looking at that, let's look at what might be the you know might be the problems. Um, and you know instead of I know that you're going if you pursue this you're going to get yourself killed. So you know perhaps maybe we can find a way. To, to make this work out or something. Is induction too a little bit like that's how families behave, so let's behave like a family. Like let let's be, that's how people behave when there's not a problem. So let's behave like there's not a problem. Sort of. It's kind of like induction is where you see okay here's this here's this and here's this and here's this and induction <clears throat> is okay because all of these things touch it could be any one of those things that are touching, mm -hmm. um, but that have that share. They have to share it, yeah. um, as opposed to just anything that is a is an offshoot. Right. You know, it's got to be the commonality. That's where induction is. Deduction is the is only intersection. You know, the things where everything is the same. Induction is we've got commonality, but it also they have the differences. Unique ability investigation. <clears throat> I think that that. Certainly comes up this latter half of the latter half of the uh, movie very strongly, but he's also investigation. He's also very he's pretty much telling her don't investigate. 
literally. And his unique ability is, you know, is... Well, that's what challenges her. Right, right. And he's telling her that, and but it does make her... It does motivate her. Um, and critical flaw of need. Oh, that's his, uh, his, his habit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the thing that sort of undermines her, his effect on her is that, you know, Hey, you know, you, don't you want this? So he's like, like, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, and that guy's like a big turnoff. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah, I can, I can write you off. And I don't, I don't think, I don't know about memories. So I don't know if we, I don't know much about memories in the in teardrops as a benchmark. Uh, the only thing I can think of in the end, the whole banjo thing, like I never played like your dad. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah. No, that would that would definitely fall in there. Although that's kind of after the story's been resolved. Yeah. But. Um, and, and, and he does say he talks a little bit. Well, we went. We've gone back 40 years at the start of the story. Um, he talks about how uh, uh, when she says, you're his only brother, and he says, you don't think I know that? We've been running together for 40 years or whatever, and blah, blah. And that's a little bit of memory in there. It's a memory that he's, he's distancing himself from. Right, and then, and then somehow it th- seemed to think that the comments that he's making, to, that he made to the sheriff sort of fit into this too, but I not, I did, they were a little obscure, that you know the implication was well obviously with your clarifying what the, where the money and all that stuff came from um, to me at least um, that he was essentially saying that well because someone's talking well he's the one they're talking to yeah what's that to the memories though I don't know yeah. I don't know that that one I don't see a lot of. Um, and then the relationship basically we have it's a manipulation although I think psychology is a better definition in this case essentially dysfunctional family Um, you know we talked about conceiving an idea in other words uh, blood's thicker than water you know you got we're kin you need to act like kin and be part of the family uh, deficiency, well, that's the problem, is that he's completely absent. He's, he's, he's lacking any kind of kinship, and she's you know, calling him on that um, as, a, um, as a real issue in the family, in their relationship in the family. It's problem is probability, and this is where you were going to twist it around, and did you explain it? Yeah, I did a great job. Why don't you, why don't you explain it once, you explain it once more? It was like an hour ago. It was, uh, it, it's the possibility, the solution is, it's, we could make this work. Oh, we could have made this work. Made this oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we did it together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a tango. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And the catalyst of permission. That's um, easy. Go ahead. Well, yeah, because you can't do that. I should keep mentioning all that stuff. Right, he's trying to he's trying to <clears throat> require permi- require her to get permission, and she's like, "Yeah, screw that." Um, the inhibitor of appraisal. 
I think that has a lot more to do with almost like her appraisal of his lack of brotherliness. Oh. You know, it's like how much he thinks it's worth. Yeah. And how many and he too, it's like, no, oh, you know, there's 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 that's pretty thin, you know. We may have had we may have been brothers forty years ago, but we're not now. Mm-hmm. She also says something like, "You always scared me." Yeah, yeah. Just how she feels about him. You always have scared me. Yeah, you always have scared. And developing a plan, I'd say that's not developing. This is a really, I think conceptualizing is a better way to look at this. Developing a plan sounds like, what? It's always better to look at. No, I know, but in this, particularly in this, not always, but this one it doesn't make any sense. Um, conceptualizing, I think, has a lot more to do with, okay, well, so how does this family work? How can we make this family work? How are we a family? And it starts off, and there's just no way this is going to work, and then slowly it develops. He seems to be the one who's eventually starting to come to the table, you know, she's lady in action, and she's really not really driving it. But he does eventually join, you know, acknowledge kinship, and then become the the patriarch, the 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 man in the family who can do the do what needs to be done. As uh, doesn't mom say that, or who's the one who says that? The matriarch. The, the, the matriarch. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know that's that's really the role that the father played, and then as as he's dead, and now the uncle comes in, and he's he plays that role. And I want to see what the signposts are. Okay, so remember I said each of those types are going to appear somewhere in the story. So these are the order of events, and let's. Um, so we start off in the overall story with understand, you know understanding, trying to figure out, and trying to understand what's going on, which she gets very little. Uh, the the, the uh, daughter of the missing father really doesn't uh, doesn't gain a whole lot of understanding of what's well, going on. Everybody tries to get her to understand. Oh, the understanding of yeah. keep out of this. Yeah. Right, okay. And then she starts poking the, the, um, the nest pretty hard, and uh, she's got, that, this is the one where she gets served. When does she get beaten up? Is that right after the set mid midpoint? Isn't it's got to be act three. I think it's almost yeah. in act four. What's oh, yeah. the second signpost? Doing. She's knocking on the doors. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That works perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think uh, the end of doing is she goes back and gets beat up. Yeah. Gets beat up. Yeah. It's about fifty-five minutes out of, in out of a night. And he moves into obtaining. <clears throat> it's about halfway. Would you yeah. have to beat down? Yeah. Yeah, that seems because that's better. Yeah, yeah that seems to be. Well, because right after that is when she finds out that the dad, it's like a week has gone by or whatever, and the, the right. She finds right. out that the the, meet, the court date has been missed. Right, they've lost. Mm-hmm. The, essentially, they've lost. Right, the and then you have obtaining, which is really more loss. You know, they lose. Um, the the cutting down the forest and they're all that and then the last last act is basically you know learning what really went on and where the father is and right. learning without learning <laughs> you know you didn't learn this you don't know where you are you don't know where you are 
Right. So in our main character, so how things are changing is Act, act 1, signpost 1, is how things are changing, which I think is nice. why it feels like, you know, when you're making that argument for how things are changing, that's where the whole story starts. Mm. So it does have that everything's, everything's, you know, everything was fine, now it's all going to hell. You're running out of money. And then the second act is the present, which is when they're starving and, I mean, it's continues it but they're really just focused on sort of the hand-to-mouth stuff then she's uh, the future um, that's the that's isn't that one where she also does the goes looking for the the money oh from the military right? military yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. which is what the case was made about the about the future right right and that's the right place and then the past is basically okay here's what happened and um, you know, and it's gonna sort of stay in the the past. You know, is that so, when she's burning all this stuff? No, no, no but no. this is when she. This is when she. I think this is when she becomes her dad officially. Oh, okay. You know, and the banjo comes out, and she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. She. I. I assumed she was gonna put on the boots, but then she never did. You know, because. Well, and, and and another thing is. is the past carries the idea of the hand from the grave or the reaching out from the past. And the money comes from the past. Somebody dropped off the money, and she gets the money now. It's true. And it's because he's dead. Yeah. Um, influence, character, innermost desires. Well, I think that absolutely works, because basically that's when he's, you know, attacks her and threatens to scare her. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically trying to scare her. Um, then contemplation. Um, where is he in his second really, act? Not really around much. No, not really. Doesn't he come by and she's chopping wood, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Don't. Oh, because when he when he says the court. Right, and he's telling her to sell, sell the timberland. Oh, yeah. Take your money. That's that's, that, that's his recommendation. No. no, I think that's too. It's before she gets beat up. It's before it's before she, she's crushing the wood with the splitter. Yes. yes. Right. Because right. It's after she's told. Dad didn't show up, and his car was burned, where she's pretty much sure that she's dead. He's dead now. She's not going to find him alive. Um, that she that drives her to go to Big Thump and really chase him down. Right. Mm-hmm. Because everybody says sneak it through and sell the land, basically. Right. Right. And then the third signpost is memory. Um, I mean, the last one, which is impulsive responses, which is great, which is, you know, smashing that up and essentially, mm-hmm. you know, rile, riling everybody up to try to get things resolved, which does. What is the memory one? I'm trying to think what, he, what happens with him in the third act. Oh, that's the one with the sheriff. <clears throat> no, that's after he beats the window. That's after oh, that's after he beats the window. Memory, right, right, right. The memory, I think, is uh, they're sitting on the couch... Oh, we're talking, talking about I can't believe I was ashamed for my dad because he's a snitcher and and he explained well he really was weak because he loved you guys it's the very end of the ten years. Pardon me. Yeah, that, that was the, That's not no. the end of the movie. That's in the car. No. I'm thinking they're on the. Couch, yeah, there's one on the couch. There's two he... times. There's two times that they talk about the snitching. The second time is when she says I I'm ashamed for my dad. Yeah. I can't believe I'm ashamed for my dad. Yeah. That's and that's right. after. Uh, the bar crashed with the scene. The okay. 
And in a relationship, we start off with playing a role. Okay, so that's... Know your place. Huh? Know your place. Mm-hmm. Know your place. Oh, know your place, mm-hmm. right. And then changing the one's nature, which is... Um, his, uh, so that's when he hands her the money. Yeah. Well, he's a sent. I think it's sort of like she in the in the relationship. She's sort of taking the place of her father as far as he's concerned. In other words, okay, he's he's promoting her to the family matriarch or okay. leader or whatever. You know, and that's why he's helping he's telling her but it's sort of like that's that's okay I'm changing my relationship with you and I'm giving you some money to you know <clears throat> advice and stuff to but we're family and you need to you know step up to that role that you assumed um, that's developing a plan conceiving an idea well it's definitely it's a it's a two-parter so it's got a really the strong plan midpoint. is now he's responsible right and then how do we make this work? Um, and he sort of steps up as, okay, I'm now in it. Okay, I mean, I, it's there. It's you know, it's, it's hard with this because there's so much that's in between the cracks, and it's really nicely, nicely told. It's not really. It's very tightly woven. Mm-hmm. So it's the the. Uh, it's hard to tease it all apart. Really well written. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's very good dialogue. Any questions? I mean, this is. How often, um, speaking kind of about the weaving, how often are technically these story points, story points, show up in the signposts? Like, are they all? Is it just sort of like up to the writer and the weaving, or is it like a passive certain number of story points you're not getting, and like people are just there's going to be like whole people not going to get it? Um. Okay. I can tell you what I can tell you what I would recommend if you're creating a story. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're creating a story, I would suggest that each of the static story points show up at least once each <coughs> act. The static plot points. Yeah, the static plot points, like you know, all all whatever there are. There are quite a few. Then 20, 30, 40. About 50 of them. Um, you know, you'll end up with having things like the goal and the consequence and the. Oh, what is the, what is the <coughs> dividend? Conceiving is oh the consequence. Conceiving. Dividend is the president. <coughs> the consequence is conceiving. So learning would be the goal, and conceiving would be the consequence. So. I think it's the. Hmm, I have to think about that one. Oh, I think the consequence is that people get the idea of what really went on. Yeah. Because if if she doesn't, I mean, if she's remember that that's the whole reason why they end up helping her is because people are starting to talk and they're starting to fit, right. Um, and the forewarnings are the past. So basically, the past is starting to come out. Right. And they're so rather than ending up with people getting the idea, oh, this is what happened, and this is what, so they they, they bury it and allow the goal to be achieved. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. All right. So that's good. Especially the forewarnings. That's good. Right. 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 Um, so you've got the static plot points, and then each of the through-line plot points. Um, the dynamics sort of depend. You know, you're going to sort of explore them as you, depending on how you're doing it. But most of the dynamics are, you know, like the resolve. That's a beginning to end kind of a thing. Um, the growth, which is stop for her, which means she's trying to wait. It is a steadfast character. She's trying to hold out for things to stop. So all this effort to prevent her from, you know, finding out what happened to her father. She's trying to outlast it. Um, the main character approach, you definitely want to do one of those per act, you know, at least illustrate it once per act. Um, mm -hmm. Main character problem solving style, again, I would do the same thing. The driver is very specific. The driver, there's five instances, at least five instances. The inciting event, each act turn, and then the closing event. Um, the limit, again, once per act is, I'd say, the minimum. Uh, outcome, that just basically happens at the end. And judgment happens at the end. Um, the other things that we haven't talked about, we have the, you know, obviously the signposts. Well, those are going to happen once per, in each of their own signposts. Um, and then you've got the character elements. So you want the characters to appear once, at least once in each act. Um, all of the, uh, the the objective characters. So you've got a lot. So so like you would. But it's easy. To, it's easy to expose something. You could just have someone say something, and that is right, enough. That covers it. Yeah. Right. So like concern issue problems. All these things. It's like a line really kind of. Absolutely, and you can have a line cover two or three things at once. Right. You know, and for instance. Let's say your influence character is out of town. You could still have them, you know, uh, in Big Chill. They they say, well, you know what Alex would say now, you know, whatever. And Alex is the influence character, the dead guy. And so, you know, you don't have to have that person present. You just have another character say the line as if it were saying it for that character. Or you have a picture, or you have a billboard, or whatever. Any way you can tell it doesn't matter. And some of them happen, like, their problem is going to show up a hundred times. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I find when I'm writing. I'm like, oh, I write, I'm like, ah, oh, just intuitive with this, and I write it, and then I go back, and I'm like, oh, that's what that thing was that I couldn't figure out, you know? And right, and that's yeah. that's exactly what I, what happens is that when you, you use Dramatica, and then you put it away, and you write. Right. And you'll find that you intuitively do it. Yeah. I mean, you you know, it's as, a, as a writer, you kind of are in tune with that. Using dramatic can help you sort of tune that up a bit. Yeah. It can get a little bit in your way because of the specific language. Yeah. You know, if you try to stay away from the exact language, then it, it's a little easier. Yeah. But I would just not worry about that. Just write it the way you're going to write it because you can always change the writing later. Okay. You know, the, the, how you, the expression of it. But yeah, no, a lot of times when I was, I'm not sure if you've seen the getting started tutorials. But um, I, I'm not, I don't think I've watched Yeah, those. it's fine. I just did, you know, Little Red Riding Hood as, as the story guide example. And I skipped 
several of them as I'm going along, and I was doing this live, so I skipped them. I said, I don't know what that is, and I don't know what that is. And, and then as I'm answering another question, it's like, oh, that's what that one is. And I went back because I'd, I'd sort of set up something else that, you know, is a follow-up to maybe I know we found out what the, the symptom was. It's like, oh, wait, okay, that's what the problem is, and that led to this solution. And, you know, so I don't remember exactly which one it was, but that's what how it works. It doesn't you know, it doesn't happen linearly. You don't know things about your story or don't happen in a, in in order. Um, certain things pop up and certain things are just like completely opaque. <laughs> like, I have no idea. And usually if, if you have one of those areas in your story, um, once you sort of worked out everything else, I suggest, I, and, and you guys pop in because you give a lot of, you know, writing advice on this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more frequently practical uh, application than I do recently. Um, and I suggest do something that, that write something that fits the story form, even though it doesn't really, it may not flow really terribly well. Because I think the minute you start doing, once you have it there, and then you put it away, and you come back to it. And you see it, you go, well, okay, yeah, that's really bad. But I know what should, I know it needs to go there because it's sort of like acts as a placeholder for that that what might be a blind spot that you have. Mm-hmm. And if you get distance to it, distance from it, and you come back, you can see it for what it is, as opposed to, you know, you're writing like this. I say, okay, I have to write behind this wall, and I can't see what I'm writing, but I know it's supposed to be something like this. And you come back, and you're looking at it slightly at a distance, like. Oh yeah, that's the right idea, but I gotta rewrite that whole thing, you know. But that's that's kind of the, that placeholder can really help when you're looking at it um, with some objectivity. I've been finding that usually sometimes you have that negative reaction to it. You go, oh, that's so horrible. Why didn't I write this? And you're like, oh, right. Well, that's the I'll point. Write that. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't correct what you've written. You actually just junk it. Right. Then. Right. And that's that's one of the things when when making story forming choices. So you know, if you go. Oh well, I know it's not X. Great. Well, then you know something about your story. You know, you've already ruled out one of the possible choices, and that's fantastic because that means, all right, then what is it? If you know it's not something, then turn to okay, what is it? If I don't, yeah, yeah. So this has been a very long analysis. <laughs> I think this is one of the longest ones we've done. I'm not sure why, but <laughs> it, uh, I feel like this is how they all were when I first started coming. Yeah, but they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they were just—they were just that subjectively. <laughs> well, I think that's it for tonight. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.